Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary last week. That was very fun. That was pretty fun. Um, but today, we're kind of uh, hitting you from the past, because we've got a couple things to talk about. Nathan just got back from his trip to South Dakota and various other places. Yes, sir. And the Logic album just dropped, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yep. And Pretty yeah, much. we're going to get into that. So uh, Nathan's fresh off the boat. What time did you get back yesterday? Oh, uh, we here. got back at like 10.45. Oh, think. so like right when you were saying, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long was the drive, by the it way? It was like yesterday's leg. I think it was 10 hours, but that wasn't the longest leg of the trip. We Fuck. did a lot of driving. Yeah. I think this is the most I've driven in my life in terms of like one sitting. Yeah. Because like I remember there was a leg in the beginning where I drove across Wyoming pretty much by myself. Yeah. I remember you telling me back in the day you didn't trust Julian with a cross-country road trip. Has that changed? I think it was, um, in terms of Julian, there was only one part we actually really ran into traffic when Julian was driving. Yeah. Uh, What city were we driving through? I like totally forget. We were driving through a certain city and Julian actually had to, it may have been, uh, honestly, it may have been Denver. Oh, yeah, it was Denver. Mm -hmm. We were driving through Denver, and Julian had the wheel. And that was kind of where I saw, because Julian kind of has a habit where he's one of those drivers that, like, stops a little too close to the car in front of him. Times it. He times it perfectly. I I don't know about perfectly. Well, I'm saying that if he messes up by a second, it looks like it's going to smash the car in front. Yes. So I'm saying that, like, he tries to time it perfectly to stop right at the last second. Yeah, like, right on that car's butt. Yeah. And so, like, I don't really like that. I feel like... I don't it, like that either. Kind of makes it look like we're gonna hit him, but like it doesn't. So Julian has it gives a me habit. anxiety whenever somebody does that. Like I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just like, geez, dude. Yeah. So Julian, we're gonna have to stop. Why are you trying to stop right on his ass? Like you know yeah, I mean? like, roll slowly, be smooth. You yeah. Know what I mean, and Julian, well, his normal car doesn't have air conditioning and doesn't have a horn, so it could be a little scary. Because I feel I was having this conversation, with Julian. Like I feel like the horn is a defense, like weapon i guess you could i don't know how to word it yeah but it's a tool for your defense like like and julian was saying well if you're a defensive driver you don't need the horn i said why don't you use both because sometimes why don't you like the horn is there to let the other person know that you're there right so if he's merging into your lane you're in his blind spot you use the horn yeah and you get defensive and you're gonna back off but make him also aware I actually, of the problem too. i learned my horn tools from your mom because i remember one time we were dri- she was driving like we were on the freeway with your mom yeah and and we were driving really fast next to these cars and she just had her hand hovering over the horn the entire time. And yeah. if a car tried to pull out, eh, she would just like press it and then the car would stop because she yeah. would hear. And I would just be like, that's so smart because you should do that. So now every time I'm driving past, like, you know, when you like, you're in the carpool lane yeah. or you're in like the right lane and there's like a whole bunch of cars stacked up and you just have to drive yeah. past them. And there's a break too. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And they, and they have to, and they're going to try to come out of their, their lane yeah. and you're going fast and they're not moving. You yeah. have to have your hand like right next on yeah, the you horn. You gotta be like ready. You can't, they can't see and you. Julian sometimes. was, I was telling him that and he was saying like, Oh no, like you're not being defensive. I'm like, Cause it's like, you're expecting them to move out of way and you stay in your place. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you move out. Obviously like you, you will naturally reflexively like reverse out that, you know, try to swerve or something, but you make them aware that you're there. Cause if you don't honk at them, they're just going to keep going. Yeah. They're going to keep merging into you. So no, there's a reason why you do have both. A horn. Yeah, yeah. There's a, and so Julian, I don't know. I feel like he's just trying to justify it because he doesn't have a horn. So he's trying to like, be like, nah, dude, he was actually commenting on my mom too. He was all like, I don't think she like, that's a good way of driving. And I was just like, 
the way I view it is it's one extra thing to prevent an accident. Both of you guys don't want to get in an accident. So why don't you just make him aware that you're there? I don't know. But, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's why Julian... The horn I'm has a place. A little iffy about his driving sometimes. But he was pretty good in this trip because um, a lot of his driving was through like... I, I feel like he drove a lot through like just like normal Did random. the car have autopilot? No, it had cruise, cruise control. Co- that's what I meant. I don't know why I said I, cruise I, control. I use cruise control a lot in that car. Dude, I went to San Diego and my car has cruise control and the lane it will keep you in the lane that's sick and it will stop so the so the cruise control will go all the way to a complete stop in my car and i went from here to san diego and i didn't touch the gas pedal nice i was just it was it's very scary though but i have it set to the longest amount of car length so it starts slowing down like it won't even let you get close to the car in front of you that's really cool and if a car comes in front of you it'll space it like it's so dope yeah mine was like i was driving ethan's car it's a 13 uh forester and it doesn't have those all those fancy sensors and stuff so it was a pretty cool experience i had never driven that long in my life i think the biggest thing i like about cruise control and this one wasn't even like like the my foot getting tired it was more like staying in the speed limit i feel like that's the biggest issue when you're driving long because there are speed traps and like cops will pull you over because they'll like adjust the speed limit and you got like follow it and I already have a speeding ticket on my record. Like I'm trying to, like it doesn't count right now, but I can't get another ticket for like 16 months or something like that because or else your insurance will go up. Oh yeah. Right now it's like, if I don't get one for 16 months, it goes away. So it's pretty nice. But I was like, there's no way in hell I'm getting a speeding ticket in this Especially trip. Especially when you're not insured on the car. Yeah. Like, like that's like, it, yeah. it's not a big deal, but it makes it worse. Like, yeah. I was not going to play with that. So uh, cruise control is really nice just to keep me in that like, zone luckily i haven't gotten pulled over so knock on yeah knock on wood it's funny because we the first pullover story we were there and all stuff and i got got lucky but then the second time not so lucky not so lucky the second time it was pretty dumb because i wasn't even on in a rush to get anywhere yeah just yeah it just happened you sometimes get in your headspace and you start driving fast i that's why i feel like the music in your car affects that so much i feel like if I'm listening to something that's like super fast and upbeat, I'll like drive a lot faster. I feel like, and then I'll oh, put yeah. on something chill, and I'll be like, "Wait, why am I driving fast?" Like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You sit back in your seat, and you're the like, the music, especially because me and you are huge music fans. That's yeah. actually what got me pulled over. I like Old Town Road came on. I just started having this deep, <laughs> this deep thinking thing in my head. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, we live in a time where like Old Town Road, like Lil Nas, who's like some random dude, like. We are witnessing the longest charting Billboard single of all time. Yeah, and it's Old Town Road. And I was like thinking about that, and while I was in that deep thought, my foot was sleeping on the gas. Yeah, so I got pulled over doing sixty and forty-five. Damn, it wasn't good. I wasn't even in a rush to go anywhere. I'll say this: there is this light right outside of Digicom that I hate. So you make a left onto um, Imperial. Oh, right? I know what light. Yeah, and out out of Prospect onto Imperial. Yeah, and the next light is timed up so that way when you have the green yield. It's timed up to perfectly fuck you in the ass. It'll literally be you're driving up to it, and as soon, like you know, as soon as you're in that position where you're like, I either go or I stay, it'll turn yellow, and I, oh. and it's like just too far to like go, like you yeah. know what I mean. So I'll fucking, I literally one time went 75 on that fucking road to make that light because I just Damn. it pisses me off so much because I know it's about to turn yellow and it's green for so long like you could see this light from like a mile away it's like and it's probably like a quarter mile like it's a very far away light from the thing and it's green the entire way and you're like i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make it and if i hit that green light i I have only right turns 
all the way to my house. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's literally like I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. if I if I make that light, I'm like I'm gonna get home in like five minutes. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And if I don't make that light, it's like adding on like a lot. Like yeah, like a minute or two. I too yeah. So I'll speed there every single time. Nice. But that's a, that's beside the point. So how was your trip? Go over your trip, bro. I haven't Pretty heard nice. the specifics. Uh, of it. Visited three new states: Colorado, Wyoming, and South Dakota. Did you stop in each one? Um, no. We were very very efficient with driving maybe too efficient of anything we like packed lunches ate it there we did we only stopped for gas because we'd go through like two fuel tanks so it wasn't even like a road trip it was like that's what i was talking about with megan and danny last night like part of the road trip culture i feel like is like that's cool let's pull over and look at it exactly Exactly. the impulsiveness of it like and these guys just like are way too logical with how they approach road trips it was all about efficiency it was like we had no bathroom breaks like we're runners so like we're used to drinking water and like not really having to go and stuff like that. So like we literally just went one sitting, like boom, gas station, switch drivers, like boom. Like it was like, I think our longest stop was like five minutes, like swear. It was at what? a gas station only when we ran completely what? out of gas. Like it was just like, we, we had no fast food the entire trip. It was a very interesting thing. I mean, I, Hey, I mean, look, I'll just say this. We left the house at 5.30 a.m. last Sunday. We got to Vegas in less than three hours. I I didn't even know that was possible, but <laughs> it happened. We left wow. at 5.30. We got there at 8.20. Wow. Or wait, was that? Did you guys yeah, stop in Vegas? Like Did you guys stop in no, Vegas? No. What? You guys didn't even drive time. through it? We drive through. We're like, boom. Like, and then just like, But oh. you drove through the strip? No. What? We're just on the... Dude, I literally have never been to Denver. If I if I was in charge of this road trip, like Denver, I've never been to Denver. I've never been to Denver. We either. literally like drove past it, and I could see it in the skyline, like in the distance. And I like part of me really want to just see downtown Denver. What the fuck? But we were what? on like what? such Wait, a that's... strict schedule to get to the campground before night because we had to set up t- set up camp. So like, yeah. wait, you guys camped? We did both. We had an Airbnb in South Dakota, and then in Utah. Uh, the first night we uh stopped at Provo, Utah. Does it, we had a campground. Is it cold there or is it just not cold right now? Um, it's mostly hot, I'd say. I but don't think I, I know that they get pretty bad. Cold. They can they can get cold yeah, at yeah, night. Yeah, in Utah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, we had we stopped at Provo, Utah for the first night and we camped. That was a pretty sketchy campsite, but we camped. So we had tents and everything. And then we went to the Airbnb in South Dakota, Rapid City for like four nights, and then our last night we uh Stopped in Moab, Utah, where at a dead horse state park or something like how that. How many hours were you driving versus how many hours you were actually out about doing things? Um, I think we were mostly out about doing things because once we got to South Dakota, that's like, like, I think it's actually three nights. Sorry, four days, three nights. So we had like several days of just like being there doing like we jam packed our schedule it was i can't even say we we had this guy his name's ethan actually he's been on the podcast before ethan yeah Fizzoni, shout yeah. Out ethan amazing tiger of the year tiger of the year an amazing planner super responsible guy so he just like was on top of it he had like rsvps and like itineraries set and like we oh, that's awesome you need yeah, one we, of those we were like going through like it was like we hadn't we did not take a break like we were just going back to back to back hiking visiting all these national parks just really soaking everything in like i i didn't know there's that much to do in south dakota there is a lot to do is there is there i'm Uh, i mean there's like i mean it's not as like famous as rushmore like rushmore is obviously like the biggest attraction but there's other things they have there like we went to bear country which is like kind of like a san diego zoo safari thing that was really cool i saw with bears and elk and arctic wolf and stuff like that 
and then we went to like we visit downtown rapid city i guess it's like one of the few cities that has like a statue of every president that's so. crazy that you guys can literally just drive through there with bears on your side that bear can fuck up your car right yeah the bears are actually really lazy though i guess they're like i think they're like nocturnal or something or yeah. i don't know so they were like just they minded sleeping their, they a lot. minded their own business they just yeah, like, yeah. okay we did cool. go to like i think it's called custer state park too and that like we got to see a lot of animals there, like wild animals actually um because the the bear what, country what is kind of like encaged a little bit like yeah they're in this, like it's like there's fences around it, it looked right? like it was in someone's backyard almost like the the bear country it, it, thing. it's like a attraction kind of like you're driving through it and like they have them in like little like areas. how much did that cost i think it was like 30 dollars a car or something a car yeah that's that wow or, per, or 10 per person sorry my bad it's 10 per person. that's that's super cheap i was expecting it to be like 50 60 a person that's amazing. No, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cheap. Uh, I think the biggest, the most expensive thing there was like, I visited this crazy horse memorial thing. The crazy horse that we were talking yeah, that about. Yeah, we were before. talking about. Yeah, and it gets pretty expensive. Like going in was already like I think fifteen a person, but then when you like get in, they charge you like upcharge you on all these different things. We didn't do any of it, but like if you wanted to go on the bus ride, like it's another four dollars, and going up the elevator to Crazy Horse's face is like a hundred bucks per person. Oh, really weird. How was Crazy Horse? Was that awesome? It was interesting. I mean, it's obviously not complete, but I just wanted to go to like see it because I knew I'm never going to go South Dakota ever again, probably. Yeah. So I wanted to see it. It's a monument I've actually been very fascinated with in the story. So I wanted to like check it out and stuff. And yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. It was nice to finally see. It is pretty big. Like once like not what's completed, but I could see the vision. Like when it's complete, it's going to be like massive. It definitely is. It's pretty, like when you picture in your head when you see it, like what they're trying to do. Were they doing construction impressive. on it when you were there? They, they, yeah, they have like people working on it all the time. But awesome. it's, it's not a lot. It's like five people. Or yeah. Something. But yeah. Yeah, interesting trip. Um, Not very road trip, like not very stereotypically like road trip. It didn't feel like a road trip. It felt like just like going. It was, it felt like a road trip, but it just wasn't like the normal road trip feel because i was talking to megan danny about last night like i kind of still want to do a road trip in the future where like it's a real one because i remember coming back to we passed through utah and there's this thing it looks so dope it was in the middle of nowhere it was called i think it's called the creamery and it was like this really imagine driving in this middle of nowhere freeway and all of a sudden you look in the left and there's this huge building and it looks so nice. It's like made of glass and like looks really well designed. Oh wow the creamery and it had these like big like milk jug things next to it and it's like looks like they have ice cream there and like milk they sell and it looks so cool and people were like parking and going in there and i was like there's a huge advertisement on the freeway and i was like if i was going with like different people i would have been like let's exit and check that out because that looks really cool yeah i mean everyone drives through vegas too that's just something you have to do you just have to just drive to the strip oh yeah it's like I a 20 like, minute detour like you just, you just drive because we were we were going so efficiently like from here to like provo is like i think nine hours so like we were going like nine hours, then I think after Provo was like ten hour drive, then eleven hours, then so like ten for hours. Like, for like the next road trip, you want an extra day to be able to what I want, space it out. I feel like that. I'd love to do a road trip that's like a fun one. Yeah. Like this one's fun too, but like this one felt more like let's get to South Dakota efficiently and then do things there. Like and a come. school field trip kind of feel. It was almost too planned out. Yeah. Not in a bad way. No diss against Ethan. I feel like it was I love how organized it was. It was yeah. really nice. But I feel like one thing about, I want to do the other kind of road trip too. I feel like just like his kind was really nice, but now I want to experience the other side. What about our train ride, bro? Yes. That's going to be lit. 
I wanted like imagine a road trip where it's like really like like we go from like here to like Vegas and that's like that's that's it it's like kind of like we go and we like we have like we're on the way to Vegas we stop for food you know what I'm saying and then like you kind of like chill oh yeah yeah and then like then you go to Vegas and then like you kind of like look around stuff and you sleep there check out stuff in Vegas and then like the next stop is like I don't know Phoenix or something what I would want to do is I would want to rent an RV that's That'd be cool. Rent an RV and just go. So you just have the RV. You just go to the places you want. I'd be to go. scared to drive it though. I think that's the biggest. thing. Oh, I would be very scared. Yeah, without like an RV for like it'd be like three people. Like yeah, I mean not like a. Or super crazy honestly, one. one thing I'd also want to do is a, maybe like even a road trip up north. So instead of going east, you go north. So we go like San Francisco. I've always day. wanted to just yeah. drive up and PCH, Portland. Just do that. Seattle. The PCH and then drive Vancouver. is cool, but it's. Really I do want to do PCH too. But you kind of got that one. Sounds like. That's not a trip I kind of want to do with the boys. That's like a romantic one. I yeah, I want to do yeah. like with like whoever I was dating or something. Yeah, PCH. Yeah, yeah. That's like, and so like, th- I feel like though, like with like the boys or like I don't know, even like my future family or like whatever. Like I don't know who I'd be going with. Like I'd want to plan a road trip that's not like ten hour legs. How much did the flights cost to South Dakota? Like, why did you guys not just fly there? If you guys were um, just I, drive, I think straight? a lot of it was COVID related. Like they, didn't, oh. yeah. These guys were like super paranoid about it and stuff like that. But the flights were probably the same price, right? As driving there. I don't know, but I do know that me and Julian had been planning a trip ever since high school about going to San Antonio together. And like at first we wanted to road trip it, and then we realized flying there is half the cost. Like it was like half the cost. I'm sure it was cheaper cheaper just to. That's why I'm weird that you guys didn't like take an extra day to just drive around places that are. I don't don't know. I I definitely want to do a a, like a stereotypical road trip one day where it's like you kind of leave a lot of room to like mess around like you kind of like you're driving and it's like hey yo like that food place looks dope let's check it out or like what's that let's pull over and check that out like i feel like one thing about road trips is they're not supposed to be so planned yeah you need to have like one thing you want to do a day and then like the rest of the day is just figuring it out yeah yeah it's like and then it's kind of like there's a balance like literally these guys like i went with they don't listen to music so like i was on ox but when i wasn't on ox it was like it was like no music or like the radio <laughs> what? I feel like part of road trip culture is like you guys got all being music like related right and like you gotta like have that guy on ox and blast that and you gotta be like just like singing freaking so the vibe was different than you were expecting it's what very you're, different it's very I'm uh it's very formal I'd say I feel like there's like because even when I played music they were playing it at like 15 volume or something it was like you could barely hear it it was just like background noise and i was like dude this is not road were you guys trip, talking like, the entire time or was there a lot of not, silence not all uh it was like you know it's 11 hours man so like there's a lot of everything so there's a lot of talking there's a lot of silence there's a lot of music sometimes so just like yeah but i think like i would definitely want to do a road trip that's like shorter legs more like impulse stuff and like a lot of music and just like checking out like sites like along the way not just like the destination like it's kind of like so where did you stop like where were your destinations um well we went like i said first the first day we went from here to provo we camped there for a night and then woke up super early next morning how was camping first night was kind of sketch not gonna lie kind of not it was a really weird campground it almost felt like abandoned like oh wow pretty much it was only you guys it was only us and we couldn't find it the camp host wasn't even there it was like like drop your money off in this box like it was really sketch. No running water either. It's really, really weird. Um, wow. Then we went straight. That's kind of cool though. Yeah. Did you guys have enough flashlights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we went to South Dakota, and then uh, obviously uh, Rapid City. 
for like three days or three nights and then we drove to from there to moab utah and dead horse dead horse state park and that one was pretty cool because that's like not just like a private campground so they had like rangers there and stuff and it was probably like the nicest campground i've ever seen like not in sense of like nice as in like it's like bougie or something it's just like the view it was great what was the view well the thing is i've camped a lot in my life before but it was always in a forest this is the first time i camped in a desert it was beautiful here i actually took a a panorama of it because i actually really i really liked it awesome um i'll show it to him right now it was uh let me see oh here it is check this out this was like our our campground it was like i i loved it like just like it's just an open field with like you know like the deserty patchy grass yeah and a beautiful skyline how was the stars up there great it was great stars were great yeah it was great especially in uh yeah in this campground specifically so wow that's nice did you guys have one of those like uh tents too like the cabanas or no our tents are in that photo those are that's the only tents you guys had yeah it was cramped dude you guys were kind of g's yeah we were like just oh wow in this place you went to what what is this place that's actually like in that campground holy it literally looks like the grand canyon like you look at did you guys hike around in here um, we like drove like it's like a thirty second or one like like a one minute drive from the campground like it's in that park. So Megan texted you hi by the way. Okay, hi Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like pretty freaking dope. So no, that yeah. is such a good view. Like literally, I thought you went to the Grand Canyon. I was like, holy shit, did you go to the Grand Canyon? That's amazing. And yeah, wow, that that's awesome. Wait, yeah. so what was the what was the feeling of going to Mount Rushmore? Because that was a big stop. That's that that was the biggest stop you could that say. That was. Right? I love Mount Rushmore, man. It wasn't. So like, it wasn't just the view, right? There's like history behind it and stuff. Did you go through like a tour? Like what was it? No, we went there really early, like seven thirty a.m., which is when they opened. Like we were there at like eight a.m. Like because my friends are really paranoid about COVID. They didn't want interactive crowds. Yeah. Um, I know, like you said, it was gonna be really small, but I feel like it wasn't overwhelming, but it wasn't underwhelming either. It was like. It I looked, think I set your expectations. Yeah, you set my expectations low, and I was pleased with how it turned out. It wasn't like... Did you get a page... What was the feeling you got staring at those presidents' faces? It was great. I think I, I think we like all just sat in silence and looked at it for like a solid five minutes. It was pretty cool. And also just knowing that I saw right under the statue or the monument is like the stage where Trump just spoke like two weeks ago. Yeah. And so that was like super cool being like, yo, like I just saw this stage on TV and like now it's like right there. Like I'm just looking at it. You just walk in it's like right there so it was pretty interesting man like i uh i liked it it's probably my the highlight of my trip was rushmore and then after that was probably dead horse state park that like grand canyon thing yeah yeah those two were like my favorite things to see on a trip for sure dude up north to yosemite that that's the trip right there. yellowstone's another trip i want to go on i've never been to yellowstone you can go yellowstone yosemite right that's not a big that's like you could that's you go to yosemite and then yellowstone yeah. yeah or whatever order it's in i think nick just opened the door and closed it so um yeah so that, that's a that'd be a freaking awesome trip yeah i'd i'd love to do a road trip to yellowstone sometime and like like a real one like kind of like not just going yeah. straight to yellowstone but like stopping along the way you can go like yosemite yellowstone flip around san francisco yeah, or like PCH Vegas or something like that. I don't know, like just like different, like, yeah, I want to do a road trip that's like short legs and you just kind of like mess around and like, there's no really itinerary. Like there's things you know you're going to do. Like for instance, like, it's like, oh, we have to see the water show in front of the Bellagio or something like 
that has to happen but then outside of those like has to happen yeah exactly you could, like chill maybe one day you go to like somewhere and it's like oh today i just want to chill it's like all right or like on the way there it's like oh there's a there's a chick-fil-a like let's stop for chick-fil-a and like we might mess around and go to chick-fil-a i feel like after the pandemic too would be great that yeah. way we could like actually go into these restaurants and like not be like freaked out or something yeah you probably drove past this whole bunch of like world famous restaurants too like you should have you guys should have gone on the yelp and do it went to like the it's places. like it just the, yeah. when we turned 21 to the wineries i remember whenever we used to do a road trip with the family my dad would always stop at the wineries and i thought that was the coolest thing like the wine they, they, they you know grow the grapes there and yeah they, like, make the wine there so it's like a, it's beautiful like they'll have like these huge like grape fields and like a whole entire restaurant and like with like the best wine yeah like, you know like there and it's like really cheap because you're getting yeah. it from like the owner you, you know what i mean and those places are like when you're driving like up to like northern california there's like a whole bunch of wineries on the way yeah and there's a whole culture behind it that I, I that's what i really want to do so you stop by like the wineries oh yeah for sure yeah i'd love to do that um i mean there's like i feel like in the united states i mean i'll, I'll ask you this too but for me I'd say like the places I want to go the most are number one, San Antonio, because I need to see my Spurs live. <laughs> That's when, number one for you. I think, well, it's number one. And like in terms of it's a life goal is to go to a home game for the Spurs and like good seats and like cheer them on. Like, and like the roar with the crowd when like someone hits a shot, I can't even say like players because like, I feel like they might, a lot of them like might not be there by the time I go, but like yeah, something like that, preferably a playoff game. I don't know. And then like, I also really want to go to like New Orleans. That's like maybe like number two. Really want to go to New Orleans. Have you been in New York? The South. I've been in New York. Yeah, yeah. like New three York times. is amazing. I want to go. Like back I want to go in, so in terms of new places. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Like I have never been to like I want to go to Yellowstone. I want to go to like the South. I, I feel really like. really want to do a trip like, to Hawaii too, man. Oh, yeah. Hawaii. The thing is, I've been to Hawaii like twice already. I've never been. I want to go. Really There's bad. some islands I haven't been to though. I went to the Big Island. I went to. Uh, uh, wherever Alani is, because that's where we went. I think it's um, is it? I don't know anything about Hawaii, but I yeah, I just I forgot which awesome. island. Um, Alani. You've been in. to Mexico too? Yeah, Dude, I went to Mexico, Cabo and I went to Cancun. Mexico's so cheap; it's just so hard not to do those trips because it's just so amazing and cheap. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I've been to Mexico and I also been to like the Bahamas too. That was pretty nice. I feel like there's just. Yeah, in terms of the United States, though, I definitely want to check out the South. So, like, Atlanta, New Orleans, you know, like, stuff like that. I also want to go to maybe, like, the DMV. So, like, um, Virginia, like, West Virginia. Oh, shoot. Actually, Nashville. I really want to go to Nashville. That's you want like, to go everywhere, bruh. I don't know. Like, well, it's just, like, dreaming. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. Like, the top places, for like, for real, San Antonio, I have to go there before I die. I need to check out the Spurs and then New Orleans. I really want to go to New Orleans. That seems super cool. And like everything else, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, Yellowstone will probably Have you been happen. to San Fran? Yeah. I've been there like three times already. That's dope. There's like places like in the United States. I'll be honest. My favorite place in the United States as of right now is still home. I just, I like, I love LA. Yeah. Although like I could see myself moving to Texas one day, like could, like, I don't know if it'll happen, like, but potentially just cause it's so cheap. And the only thing I'd lose is the beach. It'd be like the suburbs with no beach. And I'd be like, I, I'm not even, I take it for granted, but I'm not like a beach guy. Like I'll go, I, my favorite part about the beach is like walking along the pier and just like deep thinking. Yeah. Emily always wants to go to the beach and I'm just like, but not swimming in it. For me, the beach is like uh, once every 
six months kind of thing for me. The beach is like a hangout spot, but like, I'm not going to go swimming. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't really like, I'm going to sound like Anakin, but I don't really like sand. But we also have, (laughs) we also, I hate sand. I hate the sand. Yeah. But when you go to the freaking beaches in Mexico, the water is warm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the freaking sand is amazing. Hawaii is the same way. So it's not, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's the, it's our sand. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Not sand in general. It's our dirty disgusting sand the sand is fine it's the water i don't like too and the water is freezing it's freezing and like the waves are like not calm and you could go in hawaii and like chill in the water and read a book yeah that's the best which is super cool that's the best yeah and the bahamas the same way mexico the same way i went to cancun the philippines is probably the best beaches i've ever been to like the water is blue and like it's so nice it's like a light like teal blue i didn't even know that existed because when you go in california it's like it's like a gray. <laughs> I don't know how to describe yeah. the water. But it's like, yeah, I feel like I could see myself sacrificing the beach and going to Texas just because, like, houses are, like, a third of the cost there. But, um, yeah, man, I feel like the United States, my favorite pl- place is still home, though. I love it here. I love Southern California. I need to travel more. But, yeah, I like home. But then too. my favorite city in the world is Tokyo. Love Tokyo. It's the only place I've ever been to in the world where I said, you know what? I could see myself living here. Like, wow, really? Legit only place i feel like how would you get what about the language barrier that's the thing is like it's like you, like you you could look past it because it's just so beautiful i like i've never fallen in love with a city more in tokyo like and what sucks is it's probably one of the, t- the places I've been, i was there the shortest like hawaii is such a great vacation spot but it's one of those places where it's like i'm sure you've been to somewhere like this where it's like it's cool for like a week but you can't see yourself living there because yeah. hawaii is so small there's one road and you just kind of like and a lot of the houses are actually kind of like whack. Like it's a lot of people are actually really poor there. It's kind of sad. It's a tourist spot. It's not meant it's, to be living yeah. there. Um, see, that's how I see Mexico. Yeah. There's like one breakfast spot. Like it's really small. Um, and Mexico is probably like, yeah, the same way. I would never want to live in Mexico. Same in Vancouver. Vancouver is like a great city, but it's, it's like everything closes by like 10. There's like two malls where Andy lives and it's like just so boring. No, absolutely. Great vacation spot though. Like, but Tokyo oh my gosh love tokyo i didn't even feel that way about london and paris london and paris felt a little too like dirty the only and, place like, i've gone internationally is mexico i haven't gone across i haven't done the big trip i want to see i want to go like greece too like athens I, that's uh, rome and athens athens are literally on my bucket oh, yeah, list italy because yeah. my dad told me about that because he lived there when he was super young yeah and he told me about it and i'm just like damn like that's like that that'd be like amazingly go there Oh yeah, great place too. Is all Europe now speaks English, so we're chilling. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, Europe's. <laughs> I mean, in France though, like Paris, they speak a lot of French there, and they they when you go in with your American accent, they're kind of they're, they're, they're kind of rude. Not gonna lie. There's some places that they find. My dad said because my dad was in the Navy. Yeah, and so he literally traveled all around the world in the Navy. Yeah, and he said that they're like in Australia, they find guys with an American accent like super hot. Oh really? So there's like some places where like the American accent is like, I don't know. The it's like a good, it's like a chick magnet or something. You know how there's like, I remember when all the French dudes came to, uh, the exchange students came to Valencia and all the girls were obsessed with them. Yeah. I'm, I think that that's the same feeling of like, we go to like a place like that. Like maybe not, maybe not uh, like Paris, like where you went, but like, I don't like some places, you know. The thing about Paris is like, it's kind of sketch too. Like they tried pickpocketing us when, was th- when we were there. What happened? How they tried pickpocketing They offered to help us carry a stroller or some kids like kids as in like 15 year olds maybe 16 and like i saw them reaching into our bag like subtly and i was like i I would look at them and they'd be like 
oh wait shoot like he saw us you know what i'm saying like it was like and they're being like really nice and like but like in a bad in like like a shady way like Dude. touching us and like it's just like weird bro let me tell you about this when we were on the when me and emily went on the cruise back in january yeah we're in mexico for one one day we were in mexico and we go and we're like this is our because on on the, on the cruise ship we didn't realize that it was going to be 21 plus and that was before like we had like you know anything so we were literally we found this couple that was like j- j- like 22 befriended them and they were just they had like an unlimited drink pass Damn. and they were just passing us drinks the entire time but we went to mexico we we're like now this is our time to get like you know this yeah. is our time to get crazy and so we go to this one place we're on we're in this we're in downtown fuck where was it I forgot the city name. I don't know. We were just in Mexico and we were in this downtown area. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And it was like very touristy. Again, it was obviously like, like our cruise ship had bus, bus places to go here. Like, and it was all based around that. Right. Right. Yeah. So I first went, I bought us some cigars. We saw this place that like didn't have a lot of people, but we were like, this guy like on the streets like oh we'll hook it up we'll hook it up like just come over here then these other people that were on our cruise ship were already there and there was these there's these two couples and they were fucking hammered and they had a kid and so and so we just said we just want a margarita so we both got a margarita and and he's like oh i'll hook it up i'll hook it up and we had it we, we actually bought a joint earlier so we had this weed that we got there that was like kind of shady but like this guy we, we we encountered this really nice guy at this other place and he like he's like he, he offered us meth, cocaine, or weed, and we're like, oh, we'll take a joint, and we literally like 10 bucks for like a joint. So he's, he's got like a joint, and we're smoking a joint, and we let this dude hit it, and he's like, oh, I'll get you free drinks if you let me like, and, I, and I, I'm like, he offered us weed, right? And then I was like, oh, we already got it, and then he's like, oh, I'll get you a nice little place here for you guys to smoke it. And so he gave us this really nice place here, and he's like, oh, will you let me take a couple of drag hits? I'll get you some free drinks, right? And so then we let him like uh, take a couple hits of it, and then he brings us over the margaritas, and then and then these people from our cruise ship, we see them, we start talking to them, and they invite us over for shots, and they bring over a whole bunch of shots there. Next thing I know, we did like six, seven shots. Damn, we're all fucked up. These people had like a baby, like two, like they Jeez. had like a baby with them, but like we're all fucked up. Yeah, and we're and then me and Emily are like, okay, this is starting to get a little sketch. They're telling us all these drinks are free. And then obviously it can't be free. We're too drunk to deal with the shit. So we just peace out. Later, we talked to these people on the cruise ship. After we left, we left. I didn't pay a dime. Uh, me and Emily didn't pay a dime. We thought, because we thought that we were there because it wasn't popping. And we brought so many people in because we were partying out front. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. were, like they brought us out front and they were bringing us shots. And we were kind of like advertising that like, kind of, you know? And so that's, yeah. that was the reason they said, oh, hey, you guys stay here. You guys like take shots. Like, no charge. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what they were saying to us. Yeah. They tried charging these people 600 bucks for all the drinks and stuff that they did after we left. Oh my God. And we got out of there and apparently like this bouncer came and like, like basically said like you, um, you have to pay or you can't leave. Like we're going to force you to stay. Like this is right after we left it's uh, these other people. So we would have been in this situation. Then a police officer came by and they talked to the police officer and they said, Hey, look, these guys are trying to charge us. They told us it was free and now they're trying to charge us money. And the police officer said, you have to work it out with them or I'm taking you to jail. Oh my god. And so they ended up having to pay them like 150 bucks. Like they negotiated it down to like 150 bucks. Wow. Yeah. I know you told me that story, but just for the podcast, like, Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. I told you that. I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that story, but, um, for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. It's pretty sick. 
That was fucking crazy. Like yeah. that, that's the closest I ever got to by getting like robbed. Like that's, that's pretty. Oh much. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some place that like the, I'd say the shadiest country I've ever been to. Like wasn't even Paris. It was like Manila, like Metro Philippines. Manila. Metro Manila, dude. Like the most impoverished place I've ever been to. It was just like, yeah, people like showering in the streets and garbage and like that's poverty, like slums. That's why when I see people like freaking on like that Mrs. Chung video and someone someone commented, uh, he was like, your blend does a dumpster fire. And I was just like, these freaking privileged people, like you don't understand. Like that's why when I have like people I know who are like, America sucks. I hate this country. I'm all like, you're so privileged. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was raised. Like my parents are like from a third world country and they've always just told us like so many times, you don't understand how lucky you have it. Like they came from a third world country. And I went there and I saw it. I'm all like, yeah, like we're we're pretty lucky. Like they have like an effed up government in the Philippines where like you can't rely on the cops. You could bribe them. And the government, the dude out there, like the um, President Duarte, to get rid of their drug problem, he's just killing people. Like he literally just sends out death squads to kill homeless people who are like on drugs. Just like, boom. No one knows what happens to them. Just They just die. It's like we live in a country that's like not even like close to how bad like the rest of the world is like we have it so much better like our poverty rate our poverty line is 14 times higher than the world average it's like we have it amazing here your belinda is like one of the best cities in the world yeah and to call it a dumpster fire over orange <laughs> county teacher who orange, has a differing opinion yeah orange county is literally yeah it's it's disgusting i'm just like how how selfish and how like entitled are you like we are so blessed to be living here and i, I know yeah. it i know it we're like i I'm thankful that I live here because me too, man. Yeah. In America, like I am proud to be American because we have it so much better than like so many other places in the world. And I am like, I am thankful. I'm like, I'm so thankful for the sacrifices my parents made like to get here. And I'm sure like you are too, because it's just like, we have it so good here. Yeah. Our country has problems, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Mexico is also kind of similar too in terms of like yeah I remember stuff. when we went to Mexico with my dad and stuff my parents were just showing me like the cities and like how like bad they had it yeah and it's definitely a shock and they yeah. were like just like walking me through it and being like yep this is how it if is all here. you know is like SoCal I feel like you're in for real culture shock when you look at the rest of the world like it it sucks in like some places oh yeah oh, most yeah. places I'd say actually I'd actually go as far as say most of the world is pretty crap and then like well if you compare it to orange county dude, yeah yeah like or like a first world country like us like, like people like people say like oh they're like the, the ghettos of anaheim oh geez what even. the ghettos of anaheim like maybe you have an argument for like compton back in like the late 90s like you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but like the ghettos of anaheim in orange county are like <laughs> oh my That's god nothing. yeah like if you go to Mexico yeah. or I'm sure the Philippines, like of course the Philippines, like yeah, like people are starving. People don't know what third world country means. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we are in a first world country, like for sure. However, moving on, um, because that was a lot of the we actually had an episode where we talked a lot about cancel culture and all that stuff. The Logic album, Logic, Logic released a new album. We have not talked about this yeah, yet. So, and it's also his final album. I remember quote, you sent me that uh podcast clip too. That was pretty interesting. Really what, ironic. What, oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, a couple podcasts ago, Nathan said, like, oh, Logic's going to have to retire one day. And then he retired, like, two weeks later. So, it was, like, yeah. pretty interesting. And, like, yeah. And so, he's retired. He has a very valid reason for retiring. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like all of his fans respect it. Yeah. And I want to say this, too. I hopped on Reddit, and the overwhelming majority, I think 
I don't even think I saw a single negative comment about this album on the Reddit subpage. So I'm glad that Logic finally nailed it with his fan base on the final album. I'm not going to take that into consideration. I did not look at that until after I already listened to the podcast of uh, the album twice. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Here is my starting opinion. I want to say this. I want you. Let me finish this thought. I kind I of. Pre- I kind of prepared this I'll in my you, head yeah. for the podcast. Go for it. This is Logic's most boring album, and that's not a bad thing. I, I want to preface that too. But objectively, his most boring album, and I like boring album albums. You know what I mean? I don't think people would say a Pink Floyd album is necessarily very interesting, right? But compared to all of his other work that he's done, this is just such, when I listened to it, I was the first time through very underwhelmed, especially because on, I think the third song, he features uh, Silas, Silas, whatever it is. So I saw that and I was like, oh, he does have features in this album. We met Silas, remember? We met him and great verse by Silas too. I thought that was great. And so he comes in in this very epic part of like the third song. And I was like, okay, great. There's features on this. So I can't wait to hear the other features. Didn't come. And I feel like even his past album, um, Kodam, was was definitely more interesting than this album. It was, all the beats sounded the same. I mean, not the same. They blended together very well. They blended is, I guess, the right word to say, which was a good thing. I think the producer absolutely fucking nailed it. What's his name again? Six. S- six. Yeah. Same producer from Under Pressure. Yeah. Um, I think he absolutely killed it. What I think is it was lacking features. I feel like the uh, the Logic songs with the features, I like that a lot. I think Logic trying to do a J. Cole and make all the choruses and make all the verses Weird that he would experiment like that on his final project. Like, you know what I mean? It's like he tried to make it like all his own, which I kind of get. And also I kind of was disappointed by because I was like, and then I was really disappointed that he went on the fence because he still had a feature and he put it so early in the album. And so it really set my expectations differently for the album too. And so, yeah, uh, my initial impression of the album was this is a very boring album for a Logic album. And here's the second thing I noticed. I want to see if I get, I think it's in the beginning. I'm going to, I'm going to play. Welcome the, to the no pressure program. So you hear that voice that said, welcome to the no pressure program. I'll play it again. So this voice, if you've listened to it. Welcome to the no pressure program. That voice plays along the entire album and says, logic was constantly watching anime while making this album. Logic was constantly listening to jazz music while producing. Logic made this album in two weeks. I absolutely hated that. I was listening to the album. I was vibing out. I was chilling. That fucking voice would come in and just take me out of it. I was literally just laying on my bed, eyes closed, listening to the album, vibing out, and that fucking voice would come in, and I literally would just get taken out of the mood. I hated that throughout the album. I I mean, I don't think I hated it um, if it was in a deluxe album. If this was the deluxe version of No Pressure and they added that voice throughout the entire thing, I would have no problem with it. It be- it did not belong in this album whatsoever. I thought it was the most cringy thing when that voice came in. I hated that. And I think that that took away from the vo- other voices besides Logic that was in the album, I just did not like at all. Um, and no, sta- no really standout songs for me personally. I really liked... Um, I think it's this one, Hit My Line. Because he sings in it. Like, this is, like, one of the only ones that he sings in it, and all these songs need singing. 
Right? Is this one where he sings in it? Yeah. Okay. I think it's gonna be a good day. Yes. Okay. Like he started out this album like this is like the first song. Like there's an intro and then like there's like this song and it's like, it's like, okay. I think it's like probably the strongest song in the entire. Uh, like one of the strongest ones. I think that's my number one song from this album, and I think my number two song is actually Dad Bod. Dad Bob's an absolute bop, and I know that when Logic normally makes a corny title like that, he doesn't pull through. But he, I, I didn't. I did not even know the song was Dad Bod because I know we were memeing on it before, and I was just listening to it with my eyes closed, listening through it. I was like, "Oh, I really like this one." I picked up my phone. I was like, "Dad Bod," and that one goes like this. It's a really chill one, yeah. And this flow is like, I didn't and talk I love about my it. Wife like I am Chance. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Um, that was my take on the album so far. I think now we should out cut of it 10, to you. Out of ten. I, I might I, I wasn't I, I'll okay I would say I really liked the producing in it and I think that it was Logic did a good job I think he did a good job by what he tried to do he tried to do everything vocally I think that he did the best that he could he needed the features and his choruses were lacking throughout the entire album in my opinion and I kind of wish the beats were too good for logic i feel like for like the way that he was rapping on it like it needed somebody else on the songs i wish that like all of these beats had like j cole on it like that's like what i i don't see logic on these beats so i feel like it was kind of like part of me being not used to it like maybe like it'll grow on me i can definitely see this album growing on me more but i was not used to logic being on these types of beats with no features and i and so i think it's literally i'll give it a six out of ten Okay. For those reasons. What, what was you, what was Confessions to you? Uh I think Confessions was like a five out of ten, six out of ten, like right around there too. Okay. The same. I think that the incredible true story was like his freaking nine out of ten. Like right there. Like that's like that yeah. that's the one I think. What is a standout song on No Pressure? Soul Food Two. Soul Food Two. But Soul Food Two was literally I think Soul the original Soul Food was better than the Soul Food Food Two. So that's why I'm like I'm just going to listen to soul food. Like, I'm not going to listen to soul food too. I'm just going to go back. It was like a, oh, that's kind of cool that he brought that back and kind of did it a little bit differently. That's That was my reaction to it. Mm. I still like the first one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I'm not going to, it was a sequel. It, it, I like um, No Pressure intro too. I think my like, the first, it was fire. First, my first impression, like favorite songs are soul food too. Um, number one, probably number two would be no pressure intro. Love the intro. It is freaking. You glorious. like soul food too, though. I love it. Um, because the backstory behind it too is, um, like every logic fan knows that the first soul food, he couldn't clear the original sample for it. Like he had this, he had to bring in like a custom opera singer and like they had to recreate it, but it wasn't oh, really? his original vision. Yeah. Oh. But with this album, logic was like, I already made it. I'm going to like. I'm going to make this one my exact vision. I don't care if I have to give up money to like the original owners and like to whatever it takes to clear the sample. So Logic pretty much said he's virtually making no money off this album because of all the samples he had to clear for it. it took so much money. So the Soul Food 2 you hear is the original sample meant to be used in the first one. And then um but do you think it's better than the first one? I don't think it's better than the first one. I like the first one better. Exactly. So the but best the second song- one but I it's kind of like a Toy Story 4 situation. It's like the best soul food too I could have asked for. Soul food is like a but iconic logic song. Right. Here's my problem with it though. The best song on the album, in your opinion, is a remake of a better song. I guess 
yeah the more i think about it, i guess my favorite song is actually no pressure intro no pressure i like intro, no pressure intro yeah i think maybe my number one i like soul food too a lot because a lot of my favorite like he made this thing called um the uh, no pressure freestyle last august and i memorized that it was amazing and then uh, what ended up happening with that freestyle was it he took like so many like he split all the bars from that freestyle and threw it on different songs in the album and a lot of my favorite bars from that freestyle are on soul food too so it kind of like ended up being like that um but yeah no pressure no pressure intro then probably soul food too um then man probably open mic aquarius three i really like that i like one. that one too um and then i do like hit my line i don't know i it just it, there's so much to choose from. i think celebration was really good too i mean but i think that they're all like do you agree what i was saying with the most boring logic album oh i guess okay here's what i would say so first impression when i heard this thing i was blown away i was like this is a return to form like I, was I agree like, with that. It was a return to I form. I was like, there's no way. Like, I didn't go on the internet at all when I listened to it. I was yeah, listening with Julian I didn't, I didn't either, in yeah. the basement of our Airbnb. Um, and I just didn't look at the internet. I was just like, but when I finished it, I was like, this is it. Like, I know, I knew when I logged on to Reddit that people were going to love this album. Because, like, Confessions was so whack. I remember I listened to it at Starbucks after I finished my, uh, I turned in one, my final paper. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it. And I was like, I remember I got to clickbait and I was just like, what the hell is this? Like, I was like, this is like, people actually think this, this can't be like logic. Like, this is like bad. And then I got to like, don't be afraid to be different. And I was like, and Bobby. And I was like, what the hell is right. this? this right. one and here's what like, I think too, is he tried really hard to make choruses on Kodam. You, yeah. And on this one, I feel like he kind of was like, I'm going to really pull that back. Like, yeah, I mean, he, oh, like, yeah. he went in with like the, don't be afraid to be different. Like, oh, I yeah, totally I mean, actually forgot to mention. I think my, one of my favorite songs, this one too, is five hooks. I love five hooks. But oh, you five do. hooks is actually like to resemble the fact there are only five hooks on the album. That's like what, Oh yeah. That's why it's called five hooks. I would, I saw the title five hooks. Cause I actually, I remember I saw that title before listening to it. I was kind of expecting something like a four seasons by, me too. By Rex yeah, Orange yeah, County. Yeah. I instantly saw five hooks, Rex Orange County, four seasons. Yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I was like, oh, is there going to be five hooks in this? So I was kind of like, yeah. I need to re-listen to that one, but I, I'm not sure how. But I mean, obviously, I think this wasn't, he was not taking a chance on this album. He was not trying to take a chance. Like, you know what I mean? Like the entire oh, yeah. album is just, and here's the thing that pisses me off too. When you listen to a J. Cole album, when you listen to a Kendrick Lamar album, there's something that they do that I really like that I noticed that Logic doesn't do this, which I guess is, I guess it's like kind of his style, but they very rarely break the fourth wall. Very rarely. If you listen to the entire KOD album, Four Your Eyes Only album, does he ever say, does J. Cole ever say, I'm the best rapper in the world every single song? Like, no, he tells a story. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I feel like with these beats on this album logic had the option to tell a story and instead of telling a story on every single song he decides to break the fourth wall and just talk about how he has a kid and he's oh no the ones that the one that he talked about he, him having a kid i like that one that was the that was um amen right wasn't it amen that he t- actually i think it was uh dad bod that, oh, that, oh yeah the one that i really liked yeah. yeah so that one he actually told a story but like i feel like a lot of the other ones are just like him talking about like him being a rapper and like or at least some of the bars in it are him breaking the fourth wall and I personally do not like that. I, I like it. Like, and I just feel like 
that's that's probably a personal taste thing. But like, I don't know. I just noticed that too. But sorry, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. So, no pressure. I heard it. My expectations are no pressure going into it. After Confessions, which Confessions is probably the album I was most hyped for, it just totally let me down. So I was like, I'm not going to do that with this album. I just want him to end it, not even on a high note, like a decent note. Yeah. Like, if he gave us a Young Snatcher 4, which Young Snatcher 4 is like, I'd say the hype for it was pretty high and it kind of underwhelmed, but it was still like good. Like, a lot of people still enjoy it. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Also, did, did, cause he just, Post, he posted that this album was coming out, and then a week later it came out. Does yeah. he normally do that, or does he normally post it a lot in advance? Um, So for each of the albums, he's dropped uh three singles for all of them, except Supermarket. Supermarket was a surprise drop. He just dropped it on the day the book came out. And this one was a surprise drop, too. Kind of. He, well, a week before. he's He dropped one single for this album, but it wasn't even didn't even end up on the album's OCD, and it was dropped way back in October. So... Clearly went through a lot of revisions going into it because yeah. And he said that he recorded this entire album in two weeks. Like that was like so like not even two weeks. One he wrote it all in one week and recorded it in four studio sessions. See, when I heard that too, when they broke the fourth fourth wall and they heard that, I was like, I I didn't want that. I wanted it to be, I'm Logic. I have three thousand songs in the books. I'm gonna take my best songs for my three thousand songs that I already have. Like you know what I mean? And yeah, and make like this one final amazing album you know he hinted at a jid feature he hinted at like you know like having other features in and everything too and so i felt like listening to it and being like oh yeah actually i just made this all up in one week i was already like i feel like i wish i didn't hear that like you know what i mean like Mm. that should have came out um six months later on the deluxe version because i i heard that and i feel like it put me into a negative mindset because i was like what the heck is this dude doing only take like why is he flexing about it only being a week that he took on it like you know what i mean i'm just like i got like i, I took it a different way i feel like when he, when it comes to like legends like logic and like i don't mean legends as in like he's like the goat but i mean like professional rappers like a lot of them I've noticed are just so talented at like writing so quickly like for instance like i think juice road made death race in like two weeks but like kod was two weeks like written two weeks and so like logic writing in a week wasn't like a diss because so many of the greats are able to do it but him perfecting it over the course of a year because it right, was pretty you, cool. Right, but you don't find out that KOD doesn't say in the album that it was written in a week. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's something that you find it, out after. It, you it, already form your opinion. I think he had an interview, like, when the album came out and, like, so it was, like, right. everyone knew when the album dropped it was the two-week album. I just remember, personally, for me, when I listened to KOD, I already had my opinion about it when I heard that. I guess that's probably why I didn't, like, remember it because I don't even remember it being only in, like, two weeks or whatever. I, I just... Maybe I, I actually do remember that. I remember talking about my friend about that. Actually, I feel I feel like I I've mentioned that to somebody. But but putting it in the album, I feel like I have a problem with that. Just like it's actually a part of the album. It's like this. Like, did you like that? Did you like that voice? Like, what's your opinion? So on that? yeah. So I mean, well, just in general, about no pressure. I feel like no pressure to me. When I heard it. I loved it. Um, it was at worst is a top three Logic album. So at worst, it's going to be number three. It would be like really? under pressure, Dean Carpenter story, then no pressure. There's no way it falls lower than three. At worst. At best is number one. It is his best project, like ever. At best. I feel really? like I've yet the only thing holding me back from putting it at number one is like longevity. 
I feel like the a great album has to stand the test of time. Like Goodbye and Good Riddance by Juice World, like that just like stands the test I of time. I disagree completely. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I have to see how long it lasts. Right now, my favorite album is still The Incredible Story, and then Under Pressure, and then No Pressure. Like that's my ranking right now. It's still like The Incredible Story is my favorite album, then Under Pressure, then No Pressure. And I feel like. I got to see like how long this lasts. But like everybody, how... you don't think everybody is better than this album? No. I think this album is better than everybody. I mean, like, I, 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 yeah. I think everybody is better than this album, personally. Way better. I think Supermarket's better than this album, too. And But I, I see that. I see why people like the album, because I feel like it's a very, especially, I think, going off of Confessions of a Dangerous Mind and YSIV. Is that how you say it? Young Sancho 4. Oh yeah. yeah. And so go, those two past albums did not feel like an album. Like you know it felt like 12 songs put together or however long long it was. Like you know what I mean? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, what was the theme there? You you know, this album No Pressure, I like how it is a vibe. It's just like exactly it's just like under pressure. Like you know what I mean? It's a vibe. It's, they all the songs go together. So I think he did a great job with that. That the vibe is all there. It's an album. Like it's absolutely an album. Confessions and Young Sinatra 4, to me, don't feel as cohesive as this one, for sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, oh, hold on, I'm doing the podcast. Are you, you have church right now? Yeah, but yeah, I'll, finish, I'll do this first. This late in the day? Interesting. I didn't even know, yeah, I didn't know you we, we were going to still do it. But yeah, so this album, um, okay, I think the thing about No Pressure is... I'm like a super big Logic fan. He's like my number two favorite rapper. Like he's like, but he's practically number one because like NF and Logic are kind of like the same to me at this point. And like Juice too. Like they're all, NF, Logic and Juice are pretty much like all the same, like number one to me. And like, I love Logic, man. Like I listen to everything he's put out, including the mixtapes from like before he debuted, like Under Pressure and stuff. And so I know like all the songs pretty much like, I feel like with no pressure, Okay, like, it is an album that is, like, I believe he really meant this for the fans. I feel like for the casual listener, I could definitely see, like, a lot of your complaints being, like, legit. But the thing is, like, for instance, like, the robot voice is Thalia, who's, like, she's, like, on, like, almost every album. And she's, like, part of the Incredible True Story storyline. And um, it was paying homage to Under Pressure because she actually did that robot voice at the end of all the songs in Under Pressure, being like Logic. The original members of the Rat Pack were like Lenbo, Z. Castro, Logic. Like she'd tell like facts like that, or being like, "Oh, um, Kill Bill was like they were watching Kill Bill a lot, making Under Pressure." I have a problem with you saying that it's not everybody isn't better than this album because I've everybody is a feeling that I get when listening to it. Like I remember, like I I remember like everybody like. Remember, oh, at the end of the song, oh, I'm listening to, I'm queuing his final album, his final one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That, like, whole, it had a storyline. It had great standout songs. It had, you know, I'm listening right here, Black Spider-Man, 1-800, Take It Back, Killing Spree, Everybody. You know, like, those are, like, I, like, know every single word to that song. Like, I'll put that song on repeat. Like, this album, No Pressure to Me, and the reason why I say it's so different from anything Logic made is that... Actually, this is probably going to be like one of the first Logic songs, uh, Logic albums besides Supermarket that I think the only way I'm going to listen to this album is just going back and shuffling it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there, 
there is no standout song in this album. That's why I called it the most boring one is because there it's, it's, I don't see any of these songs going to number one. You know what I mean? On the billboard hot 100. Like none of I are, agree with that actually. So, and, and so that's why I was saying it was boring. That's why I was saying it was different. It is a very, it's logic going back to his roots. I feel like he, I will say this. The album was meant for like traditional, like hip hop lovers. I feel like, He's he went so much to the core of like hip hop with this album more than any other album, even further and under pressure. Because the thing about this album is it probably has the leaks. It's not even probably it is like he literally talked about in his stream. Like it has the least hooks out of any project, and the hooks are what make a song catchy. He intentionally didn't put like hooks in this project, except for like a few few times. But would the album have been better if he got some of those singing features on? the album for i don't for think it hooks. was meant to be like the thing is like that would have transformed it to like a more pop rap sound i feel like he's like done that already and yeah like he wanted to go back to his roots i like, like that too I, and i think there's a very like grind like storytelling straight raw bars on bars and bars like hip-hop album you know what i'm saying like and i feel like it was paying homage he made so many song references like there were so many lines that were like references to like his old songs like that only real fans knew like it's obscure songs like it wasn't even like there's obviously the soul food line from soul food but like he made i i caught references to indica badu upgrade um i'm gone like he was just re- like referencing oh everybody dies he was like referencing things from all his albums supermarket he was just like going on this tangent of like like it would be like it was really subtle and then the thalia voice and then like it was really really cool he was referencing the thomas and kai storyline he was referencing his book um it was just really really cool and so like it it felt like a toy story like three almost like it was just like it was paying homage to his discography while at the same time creating something new and it felt like a very storytelling album in a sense where it like perfectly allowed listeners to understand why he's retiring and where his mental state was at the time like and he went out on top i feel like it's like his bars one problem i've had with logic for a long time is recycled bars this guy literally i've, I've heard so many of his bars be like you know, semi-automatic, I'd be at it, like, you know, like, just, like, the same, like, rhyme schemes, the same bars, it was, like, recycled, like, especially as someone who knows all of Logic's music, I could hear it, I'd be like, you've used that line before, you've used that rhyme scheme, you've just repeating yourself, this album, he repeated himself, but, like, intentionally, it was, like, paying homage, and then he'd, all the lines after that were completely new. I agree with that, it was not cringy the way that he added in his old work into this album yeah i agree with that 100 percent. and and new bars a and lot I, of and i like bars. that too and I, that's why i'm saying I, i'm sure that this album is going to be a grower on me like you know what i mean so i'm yeah. sure that my opinion is going to change with this album because i like the vibe like you know what i mean like i'm probably going to go back shuffle it a few times pick out the songs that i like and it's going to be because i still like it might be an album that i really like because i still like have intent i've listened through it twice when i listened to confessions of a dangerous mind through the first time i was like I'm not doing that again. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It was like, I'm going to have to just like yeah. go to the song. Oh, as for like. the features thing, um, oh, he yeah. did no features because under pressure, had no features. Well, he did have a feature in it. Silas. But I feel like the thing about Silas was he, Silas gets to pass. I feel like because Silas is like, it, there's like a passing of the baton there. Like Silas's backstory is he was one of Logic's biggest fans from like Logic's like day one. And then Silas making music and then Logic signed him to Bobby Boy Records, which is like his record label created. And there's like a a baton passing there. I feel like Silas was on the album to like signify like this is who's next. Like for me. Like this is like 
the guy who's gonna like take the throne after me and like but there's like a mentor like i I disagree with that like relationship there i disagree with that because of the way that he was put into the album i would agree with you if he was put on the final track and he had like the final verse or like it was towards the end he put him on the third song and the way that he came into the song was not a logic silas like you i mean it wasn't a blend it was this is a feature on this song he came in he's like yeah and it was like com- like completely different everything he he it was a feature because i feel like if you listen to like let's say like igor who has a which has like a ton of features like you know what i mean but you can't tell like you know what i mean they all blend together and so I, if it was more that vibe i would agree with you but it's not that it's he was coming in as a feature and for personally for me without him having the feature on the song i feel like that took away because it the, it, it, it appeared like it had no features that and so i thought oh great a logic album with no features i was on board like you know what i mean like listening to it and so i think i get the casual viewer perspective there because i'm like i hear the feature and for that one song early on in the album and it's just the rest of it is is no features and i'm just like what like why like it, i will say when i first heard the album i love the whole hidden feature thing i thought logic should have done that and i was like oh like is there going to be another feature and like they're there kind of was like Andre 3000 was on the album, but like not really rapping. He was just kind of like talking and stuff. And then like, I, the only, yeah. I, I was talking to Christian about the features thing. Cause Christian had like think too. Cause any logic fan knows logic has like artists he looks up to. And I feel like we've been perfect on the album. Like not this one specifically. Like I think the album sounds great as it is, but like if he were to like go do no pressure, like I was thinking like, Oh, it'd be cool if he had big Sean on there and Gambino because he like always references them. I know they're like best friends. Salas made sense. And then I thought Jay-Z because he, re- he shot out Jay-Z in the return. And like, that would be cool if he got Jay-Z in the final project. And then I was hearing, um, on DP4, Dead Presence, sorry, not, sorry, GP4, Growing Pains 4. The only thing I said about this album in terms of features on this album, like when I think about what feature could have made this album better. And I think about it, like, obviously I feel like I preferably wouldn't have wanted Silas on there because I feel like Silas is just way worse than Logic. I agree. I feel like he shouldn't have. I feel like he should But I also understand why he put Silas. Like, I understand why. And then I feel like if I had to pick a feature to, like, bolster the album better, the hook on GP4 sounds like J.I.D. Like, we need J.I.D. on that hook. I agree. I think J.I.D. would have been a great feature. I think J. Cole would have been a freaking perfect feature on this album. Like, that is totally, like... J. Cole coming in with a fucking her- a hook on the on the on this album would have made the album. I would have loved that. That's a bias. That's a I, I know that's yeah. biased. But just any singer just coming in, just just blending with logic very well and just getting put not like a crazy like singer, just like someone just to make a hook. You know what I mean? I feel like that would be good. But I understand it's his final final album too. So I feel like I think it was fine. I think that him having like no features, I feel like I understand that. And, but I feel like he shouldn't, he should have gone no features or having features. Yeah. I definitely think it should have been one or the other. I guess he was trying to do no feature thing, except put Silas there for like his reasons, which I think are valid reasons. But yeah, man, I feel like overall though, like I, the features thing didn't really bug me that much. The biggest thing I had for his impression was just being confused as hell about the Thomas and Kai storyline. Every Logic fan knows that he has this incredible true story storyline and it's been going on for albums, albums. Like if you have referenced it earlier at the end of everybody where they're all like walking and it's like, you know, I'm queuing up his final album now. Like those guys weren't on this album. I did not like that. I was just like, yo, yes. what happened? Like what happened to those what guys? Because I've been keeping up with this storyline. It's been teased for years, years, like literally years. That was not satisfying. 
it was not so satisfying. and then i didn't like how he was referencing ultra 85 and referencing them a lot so he acknowledged that. i was about to talk about that when he said when in the album it was the it was the stupidest thing for him to put in the stupidest thing in my opinion when he said this concludes the no pressure pro this is this, uh, 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 this is the ultra 85 album and then it goes into the last two songs i was like what the fuck? Like, why would you even put that in? Like, oh, this is Ultra I was 85. Very confused about what that meant. Yeah, what the fuck is that? He's basically saying these last two songs are the are the that's Ultra 85. Like, what? Like, that's what I got from it. That's how I interpreted it. I was like, why would you even reference that? Like, that's like so unsatisfying. Like, you know what I mean? Just like I to me, I didn't view it as a negative because like 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 I said, the album overall was so well put together. I feel like I've never seen Logic album like so carefully crafted since the early albums i think everybody was very carefully crafted by the way i think the first three albums in logic's discography are like amazingly put together like you could tell there's care behind every song but he hasn't done that since everybody i feel like and this album had that same vibe i could tell it was very very like carefully put together it just felt like so refined so I didn't feel like that was like a bad thing, like all those like things. It just made me confused what was going on. Like it didn't take away from the quality of the album. It just left me confused about, wait, what is going on with the Thomas and Kai storyline? What is going on with Ultra 85? He made several references in the cover art. He talked about it a lot in the album. No idea what it is. Um, And I watched the interview that Logic put out today. And like he talked about Ultra 85 and said, yeah, he's been working on it for years. He's like, dude, there's like six versions of Ultra 85. Like six, he has six different albums of Ultra 85, each of them with different songs and different vibes. And he just like, I don't know. He said he just like gave up. He was like, eh, let's, let's end on no pressure. Like, I don't know what's going on with Ultra 85. Personally, I want to see a conclusion to the Thomas and Kai storyline. And Logic said he'll give it to us at some point. I don't know how. Like, it's like some kind of format, I guess. He did say he will. He should write a book about that shit. That'd be so dope. Yeah. That'd be so dope. Yeah. A Thomas and Kai book or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that was the biggest critique I'd say, which wasn't even like a music critique. It just from a fan standpoint, what happened to them? I didn't like the cliffhanger. I feel like as a final album, you should be able to listen to the discography and put it together and know what happened. Yeah. But it didn't take away from the album's musical like quality. I thought as a music quality itself, like from a hip hop perspective, it was great. I think personally, the reason why I had a problem with that. And what was your rating? One out of 10 probably a nine i think the but i the only thing i didn't the only critique i have about is a the thompson kai thing and b the song perfect um i feel like i don't necessarily not like the song i actually really like it it just felt a little out of place like and a little too like a little too minimalistic like there are all these great kanye-esque production like so like soulfully crafted and refined and detailed and you have perfect which is like a bobby tarantino like a beat and like it felt very dry it felt like kind of almost kind of out of place like it fit but like just because the album is so good like the, all the other songs fit together so well it's almost like they're all like in this puzzle it's like perfect like puzzle put together and that one's like just slightly off it's just like it in a normal logic album it would be like fine because his last few albums have been kind of like not so well put together but on this one it's like so well fully like just so carefully crafted like perfect kind of stuck out a you little know what bit i noticed too is like i don't putting. well from you can clarify me he's not going on tour right that's, that's he the is thing. he is going on tour. he just confirmed he's going on tour. that's crazy song. because i thought that this album was seemed to me like it was made like for a not going on tour album like you know what i mean like these are not songs to play at a concert like normally you know yeah. what i mean these are 
there's not really any lit songs in here. I'd say as classifying as yeah. that due to lack of hooks. Due to like hooks and also like just the beats per minute, like they're all really like chill. Like you know what I mean? Like none I of think them he could really definitely like. perform Soul Food Two, and Perfect, but she did perform Perfect at our concert actually. Oh really? It's the unreleased song if you remember. It's the same oh. one. Oh yeah. Cool cool. We heard know. it. We heard it at the concert. He played yeah. it at the con- we heard, concert. We heard the whole song on the our concert. I totally forgot about that. That's cool. I feel like what he's gonna do on his farewell tour is probably like. A greatest hits tour. I think. That's yeah, what that's he what he should do. do. I. Yeah, that's. He also cool. did confirm that he's not going to do arenas for his next tour. He wants to go back to like intimate shows. Oh, that's awesome! So like GA. I'm down some, to go see him with I you know. for sure. That was, I'm gonna dope. try to get like me and you to go for sure. Like I really want to. Yeah. And I think this too. That. My fan base. My my logic perspective is like. Eh, like you know what I mean? Like that's pretty much my mm. logic. Like as a fan, like I'm not like Nathan, where I'm like. This is my number one artist. I really like him. I think that he does what he does good in the past. And like, so I feel like I was a person who got in, like kind of was into him on under pressure, really got into him in the incredible true story hits. Like, you know what I mean? Like I like, I really like logic when he comes in to a song with like a hit verse, like yeah. on like a upbeat song. Like cats, that's like fade away or something. That is the logic. That's my favorite logic yeah. personally. And there definitely wasn't a lot of that in this album. Exactly. So I could I understand your concern. So that's the reason why I didn't like it is because my mind shift for logic has to completely change. When I'm when I'm listening to a logic album like this, like I think he did it like he nailed it with everybody. Like you that's that's personally what I think. Is like with everybody, he blended the two. Because I feel like the before like the incredible true story, Bobby Tarantino, not under pressure. I feel like under pressure that's not bad, but I feel like for those two ones, he really had the like hit songs like you know what i mean and they weren't a cohesive album then you go into everybody which has the hit songs and the vibe of the entire album meshed together perfectly and so that's why i really like everybody is because it gives you that vibe like this one does and also has the hit songs and i feel like that was peak logic in my opinion i honestly think that everybody's probably probably my favorite logic project and I, and I, but I mean, I had the same opinion too, because I had to shift my mindset too, because I was used to just hearing like the hits from him kind of is what I was into. Yeah. And so I had to shift my mindset there too. I didn't like the album a lot when I first heard it. Yeah. So maybe I'll have a similar thing. And then he shifted it back to Barbie Tarantino 2, Young Sinatra 4. Supermarket was dope because that wasn't even logic. I wouldn't even consider that like, you know, yeah. I mean? that's a completely different. And then Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, he shifted the mindset back to hits. Like, you know what I mean? Like those yeah. songs are all about the hits on those songs. Yeah. The catchiness. The catchiness. And now he's shifting it back. So maybe I'll maybe I'll be like, because really what I see the group here is under pressure, everybody, no pressure. Those are the three albums that are like, that's like, they're like, they're like just the vibe albums. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? And the other ones, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Young Sinatra 4, Bobby Tarantino 2, Bobby Tarantino, The Incredibles True Story are like hits. Like, that's like my opinion of it. And so I think that I'm having to shift my mindset back to a logic that's doing, but, but there's no hits in it. So it's just like, I kind of my favorite logic. I is, definitely feel like no pressure is like a non-hit album. It's exactly. not meant to be catchy. I completely agree with you. That's not none of the songs are gonna like chart on Billboard because so, no one's gonna like be like. Because the only way to vibe out to it is like to like uh, get to like something catchy is like to like know the whole song. It, there's no exactly. Hook. There's no hook to like grab your attention. Like it's the flexicution. Like there's nothing. None exactly. Of that. But I feel like that was intentional, and it's going to the storytelling, raw hip hop sound that so many fans have been dying to hear from. And that is not my logic that I like. Yeah. 
So that's why I'm saying that. That is not the logic that I like. I like the I like the logic that makes yeah. it to the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, I yeah. like the song Everybody. I like the song Black Spider Man. I like the song One Eight Hundred. Yeah, like, you yeah. know what I mean. I like the song Fade Away. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like this logic, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of. Like this is yeah, the yeah. logic. I'm not a huge. I'm a huge fan of the logic when he does. Like even icy, bro. Yeah, yeah. On this one, like you know what I mean, like, like. All right, from No Pressure Deluxe. Yeah, yeah. You know, like catchy, at, the catchy, and then him coming in for a verse, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like the logic I like. So I didn't see that logic come out. Definitely. Okay, how's it going? Definitely feel like because of that, like with this album, like you, it makes sense why you don't like it. It makes a lot of sense. Like I, I if I was that, like the thing is with logic, I love him so much. I love like all the logics. Like, I like storytelling, old school logic. I like Boom Bap, Young Snatch of Four, and then, like, the old mixtape logic. I like his indie logic, you know, at Supermarket. And I really like his, uh, like, pop logic, which is, like, 1-800 pop rap stuff and One Day, you know. And I also really like his uh, trap logic, like Bobby Tarantino. I like all of them. That's why he's, like, my favorite artist. I would honestly consider Confessions to even not even be... J- it's like a blend of trap logic and meme logic. Like, he literally made meme music, which was, like... Right, right. It did, it grew on me. Like, there's some songs in there I can't listen to still, like Clickbait Wannabe and Don't Be Afraid to Be Different. But even, like, Megan's been trying to get me into Bobby for, like, a year. And, like, I have to admit, it's, like, gets stuck in my head sometimes. Because it's, like, even, like, his meme music <laughs> sounds, like, kind of good. Like, as a meme song, when you approach it as, like, don't take it seriously... It's pretty like right. funny. In order to like this album, no pressure, you have to say, "I like Logic's rapping by itself on its own," which I do. Yeah, it's right. One of the and I Logics feel like I, like. Yeah. I feel so like many different personas. I feel probably like. the only song that I really, really like that's like Logic on his own. Like probably my favorite one by him is Forty Four Bars when he did freaking Forty Four Bars. Like Ooh, he, yeah. Like, and. I don't know of a lot of other ones where it's just like only logic that like I I mean I guess there's Fade Away is only logic right like I mean I guess it's he, a hit I'd say that's more of like a hit song like the the right. hook for it is so catchy just yeah exactly no hook just him rapping I don't know another song that I like by Logic that's like that like like so this this album yeah. really has you you have to buy into that and Logic has not put out a lot of music like that like you know what I mean so yeah it's a logic you have to buy into that he himself hasn't been promoting. You know, so it's I will like, say that because even under pressure, which is like his like most bars album, probably it had each of the songs had hooks, almost all of them. There were some that didn't have it, but like most of them had hooks. Yeah, I think like I think of songs like in terms of just rapping logic, so, like intermission on. I feel like when you say like a big when, when you say you're going, you're saying logic is going back to his roots. I agree with you with the vibe. He's going yeah, back yeah. to the vibe roots. Yeah, yeah. But everything else about the album is like. A little new, yeah. It's new. It yeah. is new, which isn't a bad thing. Like, it, yeah, it, yeah. but it's just the like I said hooks, before, yeah, a lot more, bars. a lot more yeah. boring. I, so I think it's a lot more boring, and I don't know. It's very old school. I, I didn't. Have, have I, here's what I want to say too. I didn't have any fun listening to this album. Like you, know what I mean, it's not a fun album at all. Which is again not a bad thing. But I'm saying that's why I'm looking back on it now, and I'm kind of like. When I listened to Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, that was kind of fun. Like, yeah, I mean, it was kind of fun to listen to that. When I listened to everybody and freaking J. Cole comes in on the last freaking song, amazing outro, like, you mean, to that album, it was fun listening to everybody. Like, you you know, it was, he has had this, this contagious fun in his music that is probably my favorite logic is 
the fun logic. I definitely don't think this album was fun. No Pressure is not a fun album. It's not a fun album, and that's what I don't like about it, and that's why I, I personally don't like it. It's not a fun album, I don't, and I need to get used to that logic if I'm going to like it. Yeah. Which I am not. It's very like old school, just straight raw bars. And when I, bars when, and I, bars and bars when I see bars. his rapping style, I don't. I did not see an album like this. Like you, know I mean, when you see his rapping style, it's not a. It's not a J Cole rapping style. Like you, know I mean, like where it's like a very slow song, and it's like he doesn't rap like that. Like he doesn't rap slow. Like almost all of these songs on No Pressure are like the beats per minute for the song is super slow, and his rapping is like doubling or tripling the beats per minute for like almost every single part of the, of the entire album. And so he's coming in like, and, and that mixture, I, I personally am not a huge fan of. Yeah. So hearing logic trying to rap fast on these very slow vibey songs took away from the album for me. So that's why I say, Oh, I wish this, this album had was a J Cole album. I, I wish this album was, you know, a Tyler creator album. Like, like, Somebody more vibey, even like freaking imagine like Khalid on these beats. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like slow it down. He needed, and he even talks about slowing it down. He's like, oh yeah, these. He even says it like, is it on this one? He's like, oh wait, no, no. Oh, he's like, just, just say this. Oh yeah, it's this one, yeah. It's very, it's very, it's very beginning of the song where he says it. Oh, it's in the very beginning. Yeah, in GP4. So he's like talking about slowing it down and then look at look at how he raps on it. I'll fast forward to when he starts rapping on it. All these people just gotta slow it down on this shit. Like he goes like that. I'm just like, okay. Is it this one? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Y'all niggas overdoing it. Yeah. You gotta slow that shit down. Take your time. He slows it down for like two seconds. Like let me show you. Like I'm like I'm like, okay, okay. Imagine this felt like a weed song a little bit. Yes, but he uh he needed like a Wiz Khalifa. Like why didn't you bring Wiz Khalifa back on this one? Like you know what I mean? Those your boy Wiz like I don't know. Snoop Dogg? Oh my god, like This is a Snoop Dogg fucking that's what I thought. Like imagine Snoop Dogg singing. J.I.D. on this verse on this hook book song. Oh yeah. Okay, watch him just totally like freaking I thought you were trying to slow it down. That's like four times the beat. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, you have this really slow, dope beat, and you're like, I live by the D, I buy by the beat, by the D, by the. Like, what if that was like, that's like such a good verse, but like, what if it was like, I do, like, that's what it sounds like to me. So it sounds like he's trying to keep his old style while having like this like new slow vibe. Like, why are you like, I wish that he just went like and just fucking took some Xanax before making this album. <laughs> like, honestly, like it sounds like he made it in one week on Adderall, but the, <laughs> it sounds like his fucking producer was on Xanax and he was on Adderall. Yeah. Like why? Like you need both of you guys either need to be on Xanax or both of you guys need to be on Adderall. Yeah. I didn't like the mesh. I mean, I don't know. I just like, I feel like Logic has, he doesn't have a lot of like slow rapping songs. 44 bars. He does. Like some, but. <clears throat> exactly. For the most part, he's a pretty fast, flowy like rapper. And like that's what makes, that's what I like about him. He goes, he knows how to rap really fast and he could do it really well. But, and you still like him when he has beats like this though? 
Yeah, I don't know. This album, like I said, it is in contention to be his best album ever. Like, but this from a fan perspective, like someone who like, I like all logics. I like every logic. And like, I feel like I just love his music. Like it's contagious to me. And it was a perfect blend of new and nostalgic. That's the best way I could put it. It's like just paid homage to the old stuff so well, brought in new stuff so well. Just felt really great. Complete project. And I think as a final album, like and as like a logic fan throughout the years like as a logic fan i am not disappointed by this album as, oh, a, yeah, yeah. as a logic fan i think it's a i think it's a like a, it was a good way to end i think it was a good way to end i don't i don't think there was any other way yeah. to I, I think he went on the right path he, here he did leave on a good note he left on a good note and especially since he brought down the fucking <laughs> expectations on the last album so much I will say, yeah, going into this album, I was not going in with high expectations. Like I said, if I got a Young Sancho 4, I'd be happy, which a lot of people were let down by Young Sancho 4, but I liked it. So, but I did not expect this. This but, was really good. Uh, yeah, I miss the fun logic, though. I wish he added just in a couple songs that were just fun. I think Perfect is the only fun song. Yeah, I yeah, pretty yeah. much. Perfect is like the only fun song in this album. It's the only one. It's like I, I wish. I he, feel like you'll get into perfect. You should get. You should listen to perfect more. I feel like you'll get into it. Yeah, perfect does not belong on this album. <laughs> it, it feels a little off to be on the album, but it's fine. Like it's 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 okay. I think this is in contention to be Logic's best artwork for a project. That's what I think. I think my favorite is still everybody, but yeah, yeah. I think my favorite is everybody, and then probably um, Bobby Tarantino two, and then maybe No Pressure. Yeah. I just love the orange. I think it was a really good vibe. I saw the album artwork and I was like, oh, this already looks like a good album. Like, yeah, 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 that yeah. orange. Maybe I'll freaking make the planet we're landing on in our thing orange. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, who knows? That might be interesting. But I really like the colors. I like the vibe of this picture. I think it might be the best artwork for, in my opinion. It's but great. I like everybody too. But the everybody colors are not as good. Like, this, the colors in everybody compared to the no pressure. I like the colors a lot more. The orange pops. And it's like orange because of the, Did you light, buy his the light coming into under pressure. I didn't buy it yet because I want I need more stylish merch, man. Like Yeah, what the fuck? He has he has this awesome color scheme for for that he could do merch with. And he just totally fucks it. Like the only thing you got was like a tiny little shitty looking like box logo of it. Like Yeah, I'm like hoping he like I think he's done this before where he like he adds more merch. So I'm just gonna see if he adds more. Think about this: if it was like a black T-shirt, I'm thinking it, of getting the vinyl though. Oh, if he, if yeah. nothing happens, if he doesn't add anything else to the store, I'm gonna buy the yeah. vinyl. Well, think about this: if there was a T-shirt that was all black and it just said "No Pressure" right here, yeah. and on the back, the entire back was a huge rectangle, and it yeah. was just this picture. Oh, that'd be sick! I would buy that. Yeah, I would. I would just buy that because just you so gotta design dumb. his merch. I freaking should. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like I feel like I could design merch. Yeah, no pressure is dope. I mean, it's a good album. That's that's. I feel like you and Christian would have a good discussion on it though, because I was talking to Christian about it, and I did tell him, "Yo, we got to save a lot of discussion for real life." But he had a lot similar concerns to you. He was like, "Yo, I don't the hooks, man. Like the features too." Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah." And the more when you were telling me this, I was like, "Maybe you and Christian." But the the production, of this thing, I like the Kanye the Kanye production. Really I good. love 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 the beats in this album they are good. incredible yeah They're like like the beats in this album like oh my gosh five hooks the beat for five hooks is just like whoa and they all go together so well so i like that he had one producer and like did the entire thing and yeah like, 
So I I love I love the beats. I think it's Man I Is has an Indica Badu kind of like flip. Did you hear it? Like me, it sounds really it. Man similar. Man I Is. Yeah, it sounds really similar to Indica Badu. Like when you hear like the background. That might be your smoking song for you. I don't know, man. <laughs> man I Is got that saxophone too. I love it. Oh yeah. Do you feel the Indica Badu? I don't know a lot of the names of the songs because I just listen straight through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you hear this beat, dude? Like, why was he not like smoking, riding? I go and I've been dying, I've been dying with it, I've been. I like the sax, Insta- like, but so instead of crazy. instead of working with the beat, he like clashes with it. He's like, my name is. It's like uh, he's doing better here. I think you're sleeping on this one. I feel like you'll like this one. What I like about this song too is he really blends with the beat. Like he lets the beat ride out a lot. It's such a beautiful beat. He lets the saxophone solo take over. Yeah, this is the best rapping he's done, I think, with the beat. Like this one I like. I love Man I It's such a great song. He references JD a lot too. Who's JD? I don't know actually. He says it like three times, four times. He's like, rip J- JD. I'm just like. I do like this song. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that text one. I feel like you'll like this one a lot. This one's a vibe. You're right. I was sleeping on this one. Yeah. That one. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure that this album's gonna grow on me. Yeah, like, yeah. Just like every. I didn't like everybody when it first came out. Yeah. I would have rated it at probably a six too. Yeah. It was my fifth listen through everybody when I was like, "This is the best thing Logic has made." Yeah. You know. I'm glad. I think everybody is a hot take for number one, but worthy of it for sure. Like a lot of people like to choose under pressure and then the coverage story. I think this one too is going to be on that discussion. I think everybody. I will say this. Logic's the albums there is an s tier in terms of effort i feel from albums and the s tier effort i feel like is under pressure the incredible story everybody and this album these four i could tell the effort is there everybody the implementation eh, kind of iffy you know there was some corniness but the effort i could tell it was just everybody was so well put together you can't deny it he didn't take any risks on no pressure he did not take any risks. Yeah, he definitely didn't. So that's why I'm saying that everybody like, okay, maybe it has some flaws, but he took he was, the risks. Yeah, I agree. It was like him going, trying new things. No pressure was and like, I think it worked. Really, like, I think yeah. it worked. I think I, no pressure. He knew what people wanted and he gave it to them. Exactly. That, it was a fan album. It, it was, was absolutely a fan album. Yeah. I will agree with that. Which, if I'm in Logic's position, that's probably what they needed. They didn't like co- Confessions of a Dangerous yeah. Mind. You, That was pretty much all experimentation. Yeah. And so coming from that and making like no pressure, especially Please for a guy fans and leave, especially for, especially for a guy who's been so out of touch with his fan base for the past two years. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's nice for him to actually acknowledge the fan base. I agree. And yeah, I, I would f- do that too. If I was in his shoes, but everybody, yeah, but everybody is like the blend. And so that's, that's what I think. That's, that's what I think pink logic is the blend. Everybody is his most commercially successful album. So yeah yeah i don't know it's a good album it's not my favorite but it is pretty good and yeah the first logic album i witnessed to drop i think because when i got into logic bobby tarantino had come out but i wasn't there for pre-bobby tarantino i was there when 
that was his latest thing and everybody was the first album i witnessed like dropping maybe like, maybe i was the same way i don't know maybe it, i feel like i did i not see bobby tarantino um, bobby tarantino drop i love the song fucking 44 bars and super mario world yeah he doesn't have those songs and like no pressure like oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my god you know yeah there's nothing catchy and i that's why i'm saying i really miss the catchy logic and i'm so i'm sad that he didn't put out a catchy but didn't he say Perfect. he was gonna do a soundtrack with his new book coming out is did he not say that he did say that so is there gonna be a sound is he saying i'm done he with said, albums there's so many things he said he was gonna do and he just like scrapped all of it he said he was gonna do a beat tape called louis vuitton briefcase he said he was gonna do ultra 85 no pressure and then yeah the soundtrack for his book but he just like so nope. is there even a book coming out anymore there is yeah yeah but there's just no soundtrack. Who knows, man? With Logic, dude, like, you can never take his word on these things. But That's I'm, I'm looking too. at this, too. I didn't even realize this. Since 2014, he has posted an album every single year. Sometimes two. It's actually before 2014, too. He's been going since, like, 2010. Because he had the mixtapes. He had, like, four mixtapes. I, I, I didn't listen to any yeah. of the mixtapes. He's been going literally nonstop. A decade. For, like, a yeah, decade. A decade. Yeah. That's really dope. So he's, he's getting kind of tired. He did say, like, he's like, he doesn't really why, have fun. Yeah, I'm saying he should slow it down. He shouldn't make any promises right now. Like, why are you making these? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he's going to, like, realize in five years that he's going to want to make another album. I think so, too. I think that it's just, like, from, from a guy who literally makes music every single day, he just needs a break. So he should be saying, I'm taking a break from music. Yeah. I really don't think that the he's going to. The fact that he has six completed versions of Ultra 85... Like, that's how much music he makes. He's like, going to wa- want to buy another fucking Lamborghini or whatever, and he's going to be like, <laughs> he's going to want to buy his son a, a Lamborghini. He's going to be like, oh, I guess I'll drop Ultra 85. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, don't even make new music. Just fucking, you have, just take your best songs and make like another album. Make another mixtape. He should have made a mixtape and then this album. Like, why, like another, like one of the Bobby Tarantino's. I don't know. He did. He actually said Bobby Tarantino, like he was working on Bobby Tarantino three also. Like there's just so much he's working on. He just decided to like, because Bobby Tarantino is a mixtape, right? That's yeah. like the whole thing. That's he, what it is. he said he just wasn't having fun. He was feeling a lot of like, just people weren't respecting his music anymore. So he's just like, why am I doing this? Yeah. He didn't, no one likes supermarket or confessions, which I really like supermarkets. So yeah, it just, I honestly, if I was him, I'd also feel a little overwhelmed too with just the hate. Yeah, his past three albums. And also, didn't, not a lot of people liked um, Young Sinatra 4, right? A lot of people are underwhelmed. Right. They think it's like the worst one of the Young Sinatra. So the last liked Logic album was Bobby Tarantino 2, right? People liked Bobby Tarantino 2. Am I right? I, I think I don't like, follow with it a lot. I feel like, okay, depends on who you ask. I feel like in terms of universally liked, I'd say like the second album, The Incredible True Story, everybody was what started people like to leave. They were like, but I think, like, yeah, his fan base, I think his fan base, a lot of his fan base was disappointed with everybody. I think Bobby Tarantino 2, a lot of them liked it, but they yeah. didn't like it as much as the first one. So a lot of people right, were saying it's not right. as good as the first one. And then he dropped Young Sancho 4, and a lot of people were disappointed and said it's not as good as the other ones. So honestly, man, if I was Logic, I'd also feel a little sad, too. Yeah, and, I, do, you, and do you remember, like, how he acted at the concert, too? Like, when people weren't, like, screaming the lyrics, he's like, he was like obviously disappointed by the crowd. He also like would make like really subliminal messages when he'd be like on stage, like, "Well, I'll go back to being like your robot and like yeah. rapping for you guys." And it was like, like not even funny. Like it was his tone didn't change. Like it was serious. Like yeah, yeah. I mean? Like you could tell. Like I think he kind of really like started losing it. He he kind of went a little crazy. I feel like <laughs> I don't know the progression because it's the first time I saw him in concert. But when I was seeing him, I was like, 
I don't really like the vibe that he's setting. He was kind of putting pressure on the crowd. Like, especially after seeing, like, J.I.D. coming out there and fucking killing it for his set and literally just being, like, you know, just, just being really chill. Yeah. And then, like, Logic coming out and being all, like, I can't hear you. Like, he barely even rapped some of his hits. Like, he just yeah. wanted the entire My crowd. My favorite Logic him. concert was the $3 one where it's like, no phones. And that one, I saw him, like, really just going, like, all out. He was moshing with the crowd, having so much fun, Q&A. But when I saw him live, I, didn't, I know everybody, he looked like he was having fun, too. Everybody was super cool. But when I saw him in the Bobby Tarantino versus Everybody tour, which was a, a great tour, but I Is that the like, one we went to? No, we, no, went, no, to no, we went to Confessions. Yeah. But I went to one before Confessions, and that one, that was where I started to see, like, it looked like a shift in attitude. I, I, this is very superficial. I don't know what he was going through, but, like, it looked like he was getting kind of, like, lazy. Yeah. Like, he was, like, walking on stage. Like, it wasn't, like, a lot of, like, when you see up-and-coming artists, they're so into it. They're, like, running, like, they're, like, running, sprinting. Like, you, like when you see... I can't even, there's some, and there's artists you could tell are there for the check and they just kind of like walk around and like, like the background track would be going, there's like, yeah, like, you know, I think Uzi's a great example. Like Uzi's pretty lazy yes. when he's performing. So I saw that, that logic laziness coming out and like, because I've seen logic when he's fired up, there's, you could tell there's like JD, when JD's going, you could tell that guy's like hungry. And I feel like I've seen so many concerts. Travis Scott, tell. dude. Travis Scott, Drake. They're like really into it. They're like selling it. They're like. They're well, in, not, not when I saw Drake. Love, oh, when yeah, <laughs> when yeah. When I saw Drake, which was like for his tour, he was so into it. Like they, you could tell, like when Drake came out it. with so much energy when I saw him, and then just throughout his set, his when he was only up there for like twenty minutes, like you could just see him like deteriorating. Yeah. Like yeah, I the think crowd was not into like it. yeah, like there's just so many artists that I've seen so many of them that I can tell when they're like hungry and they love it, like they love performing. They're like, um. And there's so many artists I've seen that like they're just there for the bag. I feel like I've seen Logic on both sides. I've seen him when he was hungry and like when he loved it. I think the three dollar concert he was like so ha- he was so happy. Like I could tell. But with the last two performances I saw of him, it looked like he was just feeling tired and like like kind of like walking. He just felt like robotic. Like he knew what to do to get the crowd hyped and not look like he was like slacking. But he was like also not really like in it anymore and i felt like this he he felt like disappointed with the crowd and i feel like you could tell it and then like you're like and yeah you, you kind of like while watching it you're kind of embarrassed like i've i got like that vibe at some points of his concert like when he was performing especially like when he tried to end it and he's like it's gonna cost me a hundred thousand dollars to stay on the stage like okay like like but it wasn't funny and it was kind of just like you can leave, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, why are yeah. you trying to put this on us? Like, you know what I mean? That's why, like, when I heard him say, like, he's touring this album and he said, but I'm going to do it my way and, like, go back to, like, intimate crowds. I was actually, like, really happy for no, him. No, I'm happy. I think... I think Because he was, like... I feel like he just had this quest to, like... He always wanted to sell at arenas. So he was, like, just, like... He was, like, all right, I'm not really having fun touring, but I, wa- I have this goal. So I'm just going to keep going until I hit it and then, like, see what happens. I feel like he hit the goal with confessions and then he was just kind of, like all right, now let's have fun. Like, do what I, I like. I feel like this dude definitely just, I don't think anyone in his fan base would have been mad with him just, like, taking a two-year break in between projects. Oh, yeah. Like, why yeah. was he, like, why did he set this expectation for himself? I feel like he dug his own grave by making all of these projects and touring. So He toured, like, what? Like, this is, like, freaking nine tours? Eight yeah, tours? A lot. A lot dude. Why did he do? He, he ran himself into the ground is what I think. I think even when you watch his interviews now with no pressure, it's very obvious he ran so he ran himself into the ground. He's working so hard. Even like 
And no one was telling yeah. him to do that. And he wrote yeah. a book in the middle of it, too. Like, his work, his work ethic is undeniable, you know what I mean, yeah. compared to his peers in the rap community. But I almost feel like... It's too much. Take a fucking break. Like, no one cares. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, and why are you, like, ending it now? Like, think about how much you could have spaced this, all of his projects out. Imagine what Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, the reception of that would have been if he waited two years. He perfected it, yeah. And, and made it, like, yeah. And like, and actually made it like, and actually filtered out some of the fucking songs. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like why does he have yeah. six versions of Ultra 85, but he has confessions on there? That's why I'm kind of just like, is this dude just like a big exaggerator? Like, I don't understand. Like, how did he not vet anything off of confessions of a dangerous mind? Like what happened there? You're claiming all of these things that you have 3000 songs in the book that you have six Ultra 85 projects made and you're also claiming that confessions was like like in all of that time that you're saying that you're putting into all of these things you drop confessions like i don't know how some of those songs made it through the filter i want to know the story behind that he, he never refuses he, yeah, refuses he refuses to, to talk, talk about, about it. it yeah he briefly mentioned it in the interview i watched like yesterday he said like he said like i thought i was allowed to make some ignorant stuff that like People like, like that just like turn up and fun, like not really caring, but I guess people didn't want that for me. So like, he kind of like, I don't know. There's a certain extent where I feel like he blames the fans for like hating on him and like, not the fans. He loved, he loves his fans. It's like the people outside of his fan base for hating on him. But I also feel like, I don't know. Personally as a fan, I feel like, the, like he had this hunger and like effort he was putting in with every album, like Under Pressure, The Incomplete Story, and everybody. But everybody got hate on, and he put in so much effort for everybody compared to like his last two albums. And I think that just kind of broke him. Like imagine like making two albums that you really, really love and people like it, and you work so hard to give people the third album that's like, this is like insane. And you give it to them and they hate on it. And you're just like, why am I even trying so hard? Like they hated what I like, like they like hurt his baby. So he just kind of was like, I'm going to do what I want. So he started doing Bobby Tarantino 2, Young Sasha 4, Supermarket, right. Everybody is when it went downhill. Yeah, and then four albums later of him just kind of putting out mediocre projects, he was, he was the hate got to him. He was like, I want to retire, but I'm going to retire on like the best note and like go back to that work ethic from like under pressure. And not take any risks. Yeah, like, and not take any risks, and that's when no pressure happened. Which I wish that he kind of like... <sighs> I wish he spaced things out too. He kind of is a little bit of a liar too, like not in a bad way, but he's like... He's like, peace, love, and positivity, and I don't care what anyone thinks. But simultaneously, this dude cares, like, the most about what people think. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like I respect how he went with Supermarket. I respect how he went with Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Like, I don't have a lot of respect for this album that he made. Like, I do. I, like, I like it, but it's just, like, he, he kind of pussied out, I feel like, a little bit. He's like, I'm not going to drop Ultra 85. I, I'm, I'm going to raise my kid and I'm going to kind of like pussy out of this whole thing. That's my opinion. He did kind of cave to the pressure. He caved to the pressure and he was like, I respect him for just being like, you know what? I'm going to make these projects. If people don't like it, they don't like it. But obviously that attitude that he's kept up for the past four years or sorry, three years has been just a lie because obviously he caved to the pressure. Right. And he's just like, yeah, I guess it's no pressure. Like, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I don't know. well, he did explain. It's kind of like he's gonna, 
he had he, he did explain it's like no pressure but a lot of pressure at the same time yeah he knew that like the expectations were gonna be high for his last album so he poured everything he could but it's no pressure because now it's out and he could like he played it off really well too because he didn't say if he would have think about this if he would have said a year ago right after he dropped confessions of a dangerous mind said hey look i'm making one more album guys and i'm done and that expectation was floating around for a year imagine what people would have thought about this i don't think they will he did it perfectly where he just posted it on instagram or twitter or whatever and it was just like seven days hey by the way i'm making an album next week and it's my it's my final album like that's the best way to do it like that's like if so like the way that he he presented this album really good is the perfect way yeah to please you can't tell people that your next album is your last one like a year before it you can't it's gonna be so high up like hyped up yeah yeah exactly honestly the game line was pretty sick with confessions too because confessions lowered it like everyone got that's, like all disappointed. That's what I'm like, kind of like. That's why I'm kind of like, was that intentional? Like this, it, it's either it's either this dude has been. I think it kind of was because on the confessions, um, artwork, there was no pressure on there. There's an Easter egg on the is his button on uh his jacket says no pressure. Like it's like a, it's like a zero and then like a P P A or something like that. So I don't I don't I don't see it on here. Wait, where? Uh, what what button? See. What button on here? Sorry, I could have just moved. I could have just moved it. Uh, where is it? It's, um, I just want to see what it um, is. Okay, you need like the high quality version. Oh, it's not on the. It's on the Spotify artwork. Yeah, it's like I think it's either that button or that. Button. Oh, so it's super small. Okay, I got you. I got you. So he he. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's either two things here. One thing is is that he has been kind of lying about how many songs that he has and how planned out this shit is. And he's kind of just, he kind of just nailed it for his first four projects. And then he started running out of ideas and he's been lying about it. And then this last album, he kind of just came out and just tried to please the fans. That's one possibility. Another possibility is, is he planned this shit out and he literally was just like, I'm going to have like a peak here and I'm actually have 3000 songs. I'm going to put like my, like best songs in here and then i'm going to kind of phase it out and then i'm going to try to make this album so i'm just like i'm sure it's probably honestly if confessions really was to lower the expectations and then just like to go out with a bang he's a smart guy yeah because i know he had no pressure planned out yeah i'm sure it's apparently no pressure he'd been working on for years that's what he said and like it's there's evidence like it literally says no pressure on the confessions artwork so but he's working on it for years but he recorded it in one week like i'm kind of just like it's uh, like an idea like floating it's kind of like um like kind of like how like you know i told you how like i have that four mixtape plan it's like i have ideas yeah for, like, i think he had a name one. i think he had a name yeah and like an, an idea and like a plan and then he just like he was waiting a long time to like write it down do it and i feel like that's what happened can we agree this artwork besides supermarket is the worst artwork oh yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this for oh, i'm looking at young sinatra for it is black and white freaking i wish he wasn't bald in that one that's like the biggest thing too like i, I just hate hair. it i just hate it i hate it it doesn't even fit in with all the other album it's artwork. paying homage to uh the first young sinatra but you know it is what it is i i don't yeah i mean i don't care i think it looks like trash and confessions would be my second least favorite that our, our artwork was compared to all the fucking like amazing paintings with amazing colors that he has in every single other one and then you see like this confessions like one that's one know. thing about Logic is you can always count his artworks though. They are beautiful. Oh, if that artwork, if 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 the Confessions artwork was on another artist's artwork, like with like them yeah. in it, I would say it's amazing. Like, of course, Logic's artwork is like 
I think that's like his artwork is probably the best. Like I don't know anyone else who has better artwork. I love each one of these albums. Like the 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 artist that does this artwork is a fucking genius. I almost want to Sam Spratt. I almost want to just like fucking DM him and be like, hey, look, I have this idea for this Bam and Tim two artwork. Have you seen like, what he does? He he works. He like does like Marvel artwork. How much would it cost? Do you think to commission him? <laughs> probably thousands of dollars. He yeah. is like he like is so good at what he does yeah but yeah man like logic no pressure pretty good album for me i love it you said it might be the best album that's crazy potentially yeah i I, at worst his third best at best his best one i don't know where i don't know where it falls for me yet probably number three to be conservative We'll, we'll move it up as time goes on that's how i view it but right now i still think i like under pressure and the coverage story more but you know we'll see what happens and everybody is your four? My four is probably Young Snatch a four. Oh, really? But it's so... Man, four might as well be Young Snatch a four and everybody tied. Like, it's so hard for me to choose. Like, I like... I feel like they're, like, equal. Because here's the thing. They, they both have things that, like, they need from each other. Young Snatch a four has the bars. The bars are great. But, like, everybody has the production. The production and the story and the cohesiveness. And, like, there's cohesiveness in Young Sancho 4, too. But it's, like, it's so hard to choose. It's, like, right. two different vibes. I, yeah. I mean, the vibe in Young Sancho 4, I don't feel it as much as the vibe in Everybody. I've, I hit Shuffle on the Everybody album. There is a vibe there. And there's I a vibe know. with Young Sancho 4, too. I feel like it's, like, so boom bappy and, like, old school. Oh, yeah. There's, like a, so there's cool. a... Yeah. There's... But I'm... Yeah. There's definitely a vibe. I'm I don't just know. saying it's, like... Also, Young Sancho 4 can't drop when I was in Tokyo. And that'll always like be like memorable to me because I I remember listening to it in Tokyo and like just like hearing it and being like whoa this thing's dope so like it always brings me back um, and everybody came out uh like senior year of high school or no sorry junior year of high school so that's what it takes me back to stuff like that so I don't know it is a very logic's cool I. I'm just glad I got to meet him, and I'm definitely gonna go on tour. Uh, go and see him on tour when he comes around. Maybe like next is it year his final tour? Is that what he said? Probably is. Yeah. You know, he's moving to Montana. Oh wow! And shooting guns and like, just like riding dirt bikes and interesting living. Yeah, just like good for him, man. Yeah, raising his family. Yeah, crazy. Well, it's been a good podcast. It is. Well, I also discussion. like to really slip in real quick. Because we didn't get to talk about it too much. That I like Juice World album too. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about it. But I'll just say it real quick, like five minutes, like five minute segment for this Juice World. Yes, thing. yes. Because I love Juice. It's kind of been a while already. I only knew there were only six songs on that album that were new to me because I listened to. The oh, Juice World is seventeenth in the world. He's moving up. I yeah. didn't even know that because he probably because he died, right? So it's, it's like yeah, dope album though. Like the polar opposite of Logic's album, like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah, all know. hooks, all hooks, like not re- like it's because he's dead, but like it's like not super well put together. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like just feels like a lot of hits. Like another great together. album artwork too. Yeah. I love that album artwork. I think I'm a colors person. I'm gonna try to add that into ours. But like <laughs> I right, really right. like the co- I really like the colors. I'm thinking yeah. of like a of like a matte pink and matte yellow color scheme for the artwork for ours yeah that'd be cool like the earth is like matte pink and mm-hmm. then like the spaceship's like yellow like because it's kind of in the distance so it'd be like yellow and then like 
I don't know. I kind of wanted to make two versions of the artwork. I'll just tell you about this real fast. Who cares? Barely any people listen to this or whatever. Yeah. So for our artwork, a penis planet, right? But it's not going to be like an obvious penis. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to be like, it's going to be a planet that it's going to be obvious enough, but it's kind of like, it still looks dope. Like a real, a real subtle penis, a real subtle penis. So it's going to be like the balls and like the, the dick, like, yeah, I mean like the penis and it's going to be facing this way. So like picture like this, like the square for the album artwork. And then like, kind of in the back like a little bit is like the balls and like the penis like the the, the shaft like kind of coming out of it like like out okay. of the frame out of frame oh okay I see what you're and saying. then like the spaceship on it and there's like a ton of like easter eggs in the album like spread around the planet yeah, yeah. or whatever and then the back cover which is this this is going to be very um like if i actually do this it's gonna be crazy like i hope <laughs> it's gonna be, i hope this is actually gonna work out but the back cover will be us looking at the planet through the window of the spaceship. Oh shoot! And it will be like our both of our shoulders in each in each side, looking through the window, and then the planet being in the background. Wow. Would that be dope? Are those like the two ideas for like potential front covers? I'm saying like the front cover is just the planet, and, and then the, the back, back cover, cover is like us landed on the planet, and then the back cover is us looking at the planet. So it can be interpreted as us like going away from it. Like, you know what I mean? At the end, yeah. of the, at the end of the album or it's like touching That's cool. down. That's cool. What do you think about well, that? I think it's cool. You like the idea. I like it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm excited. For that and it'll be easier. I think I could actually do it because I think that I could, we could just take a picture and I could, of, of our backs. You know what I mean? Kind of. Yeah. I could Photoshop it. No problem. And then like the art that I actually like, draw on like the first one, like, you know, Photoshop on the first one. Um, can I could just copy that into kind of like the oh yeah, easily yeah for sure. I don't know, gang. But yeah, so wait, what do you think of the Juice World album? Really good. Um, Put my pain and my wishes in a wishing. Remember world. I was singing that on the on the podcast before it came out. Yes, yes, I remember. That. Um, on a really great album. You kind of helped me like this album a lot more because I, listening through it, I'm like. I know these songs. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I got to, like, hear them from you, like, all the fucking time. So, it's kind of, like, it, it, it makes me like it a lot more. So, I think that yeah. you kind of help this. So I, I really like this album, though. I like it. I mean, it's not as, like, a masterpiece, like, Logic's album. It just feels like a lot of hits. It's fun. It's like a playlist, almost, of, like, good Juice World songs. That's pretty much how I felt about it. And it's a Do you think it's better album. than Death Raced for Love? Yeah. I think so, too. Death Race had some like whack songs on there. That's uh, why. I don't think I don't think it's as, as good as Goodbye and Good Riddance. Probably mainly because of nostalgia. But yes, on the same boat as you, man. Goodbye and Good Riddance is like goaded just because. Like, yeah, I don't think timeless. I could. I don't think it could ever top it. Like you know, what I mean, it's like, one of those albums that like, can't be topped. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's unrealistic to even say that. Like you know. Yeah, but Legends Never Die, pretty good album, man. I, and I saw him a month before he died. I know. Crazy. So, I mean, I'm excited for the deluxe of. Um, the weekend's gonna be on it. Like they're making like there's a song by Juice World. It's like a leak. It's called Sad, and um, they're gonna put the weekend on it. I really want to know what goes on behind the scenes with XX and Tassion and Juice World, where it's like, are these were these features before they died, or are these features now? And people trying to you know jump on the boat. I know what X is definitely jumping on the boat. Hell yeah, you could tell. But is this, I really can't tell yet. Is this people jumping on the boat? Okay, with with Come and Go, it wasn't. It was actually him and Marshmallow. I know with um, Hate the Other Side, Polo G was already on there, but Leroy jumped on it. 
So it was I originally hate that. I hate him that. and Polo G. That makes me feel like we're shitting on the grave of this person. I don't know, yeah. Life's a mess didn't leak, so I actually don't know how that one's supposed to go. But I did like Halsey's part in it. It felt so well. Even if she wasn't supposed to be on it, 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 it worked out. I did like they didn't overdo the features. On was Trippy Red? Was Trippy Red meant yeah. to be on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's good. So this is probably, probably the last one where they... Because if, if he had a feature, they'll put it on it. You know what I yeah. mean? So this is probably the last ones that he actually worked with anyone. And now we're going to get all the other people trying to go on it, you know? Yeah, I do. They like should throw the, a freaking Michael Jackson in there. <laughs> they were. So they want. I think they're trying to get the weekend on there because Juice World loved the weekend, and oh. then they're also trying to get Frank Ocean on a song because Juice World want oh his his God. dream was to make a song with Frank Ocean. Like he tweeted, like my dream collab is Frank Ocean. So like that'd be cool. And I think Kid Cudi too. Like Juice World like Kid Cudi. So we're trying to get. So honestly, the weekend. Like if you're legend enough, you get the pass. Like if you're Drake exactly for j cole it's all these small people jumping on like if you're if you're someone the artist looks up to like i love that like that's like a completely different story yeah completely different story come and go with marshall that song is so good yeah and, the, and i like that too that's i like a leak it. yeah i like it when like marshmallow did such a good job with that song of like knowing juice world style and deviating yeah. from his own style to make a juice world, a song with juice world like that's not like anything from marshmallow they actually made that song before he died like it was like so it's pretty nice you could tell yeah. you could you could tell like like the guitar in that is so juice world and it's just like and i haven't heard anything like that from marshmallow before. i like man of the year a lot too but not the one on the album right now they changed oh, really? it well how they change it they literally like put in a different verse and like changed the beat like entirely like it was the version that came out the version that came out with when the album came out yeah. is different from the one like they literally changed it on Spotify like four days later. I'll so down. if you go on like YouTube, there's an uh you could look it up like original Man of the Year and then like that's like my favorite song on the album. So they changed it completely. Original so, Man of the Year, but so you know they're effing with it. You know that they're effing with it then. Oh, it's like it wasn't even like like everyone knew. Like it was like it was like it's so obvious. Like literally, like I've never seen happen in Spotify history. It's like. I, they yeah. literally changed a verse to a completely different verse, like new lyrics. And then they changed the beat. And then they changed like the chorus. Like they changed like it was it's like a different song completely. But the original version of Mandir was my favorite song on the album. And now I'm kinda like sad because like the new one's not that bad. It's just like it's not as good as the first version. But apparently with the deluxe, I think we're getting both. So I'm just like waiting for a deluxe so like we could get back the original. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I feel like you'll like the original Man of the Year. Like, have you heard it? No. Go on YouTube. Uh, do like Man of the Year Juice World like original. You'll like. I think you'll like it. It has like a pop punk kind of like sound. The new one is a little more like production heavy, but it's kind of like different. Okay. Is this a original? Is it original? Yeah. This is an ad though. Okay. I'll turn it up after the ad. I'll just write down for the ad. Why not? Cheers. Sipping cold. Oh, yeah, it's like completely it's different. Yeah. I'm in London, so I'm screaming cheers. Man of the year, still got problems. Looking in the mirror, you look awful. Talking to myself, do it too often. JK Juice World, you're so awesome. Oh, I'm running up funds. Bottle full of pills. Let's have fun. No cheap drills. Only rich ones. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all fun songs, so it's like, yeah. My ups and downs. 
I'll jot them down. It's so good. In London town. Oh, by the way, completely re- unrelated, just because you were talking about Christian earlier, I, I thought of this. Christian texted me the other week, too. I don't, I don't know if I told you this. And he said that New Magic Wand by Tyler actually grew on him. And now he loves the song, oh, New really? Magic Wand. Yeah, isn't that funny? That's funny. And you, guys both were, you guys both were looking at me when I played New Magic Wand, kind of like, okay, Tim, because I love that song Well, so I, I heard Igor today dropped. I mean, Well, I know you album. already knew it, yeah, but. Yeah. It's a good album, man. It's a fucking amazing album. My ups and downs. But yeah, Legends Never Die. Dope album. That's all I can say about it. I feel like. I like it. I like it. I like it. Crocky. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Crocky. I'm going to try to convince Nathan to record GB right now. I don't want to leak the name yet because. Oh. Because I, I love the name, so I don't want that. I want that to be a surprise. Oh my gosh! I just show you my verse for um. Am I allowed to say, I allowed to say a name for that song or? or um, you can say the name for. for space. <laughs> for space, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. no! All right, all right, all right. Peace out, guys. All right, peace.